And we are live with episode 197 of the Zombros Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have a very special episode of Zombros as we have the entirety of the developers of the brand new modded and made from the ground up potential. I'm pretty sure it is map of Leviathan on Black Ops 3. But before we introduce each of the developers, we have to get the co-host with the most effort into the behind-the-scenes work in both Zombros and other ventures. Johnny J25, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing well. I'm a I'm uh I'm coming off a hot week last week, a spicy one. Oh, um, oh shit. Oh we're okay, that's right. I just I just want to quickly jump I just want to oh, quickly boy. jump into this um to the people who were mad at me oh, after God. last week's show. Um I was wrong. I apologize to everybody who was really nice and understanding after the fact. Thank you. Uh, to the people sending me vague threats, uh, suck a fat fucking dick, and let's get oh. to the show. Hey, we can't swear. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I guess should I... that uh, we are there. Okay, so <laughs> should I ask what happened? Uh, it's a long it's story. Dumb I'll, I'll tell you. And show. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's so inconsequential. It's it's stunning to me. <laughs> Regardless, I would like to introduce mm-hmm. each of you one at a time. Um, First, I want to introduce uh, Jaybird, who is one of the developers of the Leviathan map. Actually, I'll just go Jaybird, Hex Zombies, and Awesome Pie Man are all their taglines that they use to create this map. You can actually see them on the page, which is linked in the description. If you want to download the mod and play it yourself, you can see gameplay of me and Juan. We did over an hour and a half of playing it yesterday, so that'll be on during the stream. But uh, do you guys uh, want to introduce yourself and then maybe what your role was on creating this map and then we'll uh, really dig into all the questions surrounding Leviathan. Jay, you go first. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, I'm Jay Bird. Basically just been in the modding community since around 2011, 2012-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, making a whole bunch of different maps on World at War and then we just kind of transferred over to Black Ops 3. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was uh, one of the mappers on uh, the Leviathan remaster as well as uh, Scripter. Gotcha. And uh, I'm Hex. I uh, I've been the same time. What is it like 2011 that I've been in? Uh, that's yeah. where I met Pi and Jaybird, and uh, that's when we did the original Leviathan, and then we started doing other stuff, and then the remaster. But I did mapping. Okay. And uh, I'm Awesome Pie Man. I've uh, also been in the modern community for way too long, and um, it's uh, I did scripting for the. Map. Okay, scripting was it just scripting. You cut off there for a second. Uh, yeah, it was just scripting. I I wasn't really into the mapping part, but uh, um, yeah. All he's attacks. known as like the yeah he's known as like more the evil mastermind behind the anytime that you guys are raging from any of the bosses and whatnot, blame Pie Man. Yeah, that's Pie. Raging is one way of putting it. Uh, I was thoroughly impressed with the cutscenes, the boss fights and the like events you were able to put in a modded map especially compared to other modded maps that we have seen in the past so i want to i want to dive into leviathan i want to dig into all of your guys uh background of it but for anybody that hasn't experienced the map i think me and john are do, do you want to give your impressions john of the map from what you played and what you saw as well because we didn't get to complete the easter egg i believe not neither of us completed the yeah. easter egg we went and watched it you watched lex i watched smart guy 
So, um, yeah, so I, I didn't get as much time to play Leviathan as I would have liked. So I played it when it came out. Um, and then I was moving. So I was just seeing him in a different location. I'm back home. So I've been very busy. That's packing why the show got moved to Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's also why the show got moved to Monday. Thank you guys for being accommodating yes. and being mm, with me. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, so so I've, I've been moving for the past couple of days. I just got my whole computer set up this morning. Reed actually DM'd me last night saying, hey, you want to give the Easter egg a run? And I said, I can't. I don't have a PC to play it on at the moment. <laughs> um, so I got about an hour, two hours of playtime when it came out. Um, and then shortly after, I had to deconstruct my whole setup. And I watched Lex play through it on his stream. Um, and I was, I mean, one, when I was playing it, I was thoroughly impressed i mean it it probably goes down i think right now is the best custom zombies map we've ever seen i'm not just saying that because you guys are on the show like I, I do have my criticisms um mm -hmm. and i think there's areas where it could be improved but i gotta say i mean blown away from all the various sequences you know you're just even from the beginning opening off the gate you start off at the top and then you shoot your way down mm -hmm. like that sets the tone immediately whereas no custom map really sets the tone quite like that that was actually something that uh, was featured in the original it Back Home World at War. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, not as cinematic as it is in Black Ops Three, but yeah, it, and that's but that's also that's not even the peak of like the cinematic not even of the map. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was just impressed too when you had the sequences going from like before, as you enter the boss fight, and then as you and then after and so forth. Like I, like I. But like that set the tone, though, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. oh, it yeah. kind of gives you a little bit of anticipation because you're like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, it kind of flips, flips it on your head a little bit because you, you usually with these Treyarch maps and whatnot, we, we just jump right into a boss fight, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there might be an occasional, you know, small little thing happening, but we just wanted to make it a little more cinematic to catch people's attention. It sure did. Um, <laughs> yeah. Me. Um, I, I adored. Uh, playing through Leviathan, especially because I had a fair amount of time on your original Leviathan and World at War. And just seeing it brought to life on the new engine is this similar feeling I had to playing the Zombie Chronicle maps at Treyarch. Obviously, a little different when it's Treyarch and all that shit's going on. But like when I, I remember, I know I'm going through this location I played in World at War and seeing it reimagined on BO3, it was like, whoa my 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 brain is feeling this right now this is crazy so, yeah we felt that the whole way through development <laughs> oh, that's awesome to hear because it's it's as a player as an outsider looking in it was amazing to see the upgrades of stuff like in the trailers that chroma cut which were incredible i love chroma he's mm -hmm. worked with me incredibly biased i think he's an awesome human being but the work he does is also incredible it speaks for itself and when he was doing like the side-by-side -side comparisons that was the shit that was really getting me about this map is like it took what limitations you guys had in world at war and it's like yeah well, now we're bringing it to real life we're really showing you what we're made of and it was like wow give these guys like an inch and they take a mile in terms of development and that to me yeah. is extremely exciting and i believe you guys have also talked about which we'll get towards the end but what you want to do going forward for uh, developing mm -hmm. maps or making games and stuff like that. But overall, my first impressions of Leviathan were by far the best made uh, Call of Duty custom zombies map of probably all time. The custom mm -hmm. animations, 
the map itself it plays the detail in which it's been added here the unique perks that have been added into this game along with other unique objects the clever ways you guys have you like re-optimized a specialist weapon to use the triton this was amazing especially even playing the original leviathan i, I wasn't as blown away by the original leviathan no offense but it was you know world oh, no War, there was you had Treyarch to compete with at that point. You still do. But, like, I played a Treyarch map, and then the limited tools you had for um, World at War, it's like, dude, this doesn't feel like a Treyarch map. This multiple times, I'm like, fuck, this is weird. There's a little polish, a little bit of missing. There's, like, a little bit, like, I feel a little bit of source filmmaker here, but probably Blender is what you're, you guys use. I feel a little yeah. bit here, but I'm like, they are so goddamn close, man. This is the <laughs> I- gap got so much closer and this is something me and john talked about we're just like mm-hmm. you're not going to beat treyarch don't go for treyarch right mm-hmm. and you guys didn't try and beat them you did your own thing yeah. which just fuck you you, you put I, you put yeah. yourself right in the money i feel like I, i've said this on the show multiple times like when we talk about custom maps i say like don't try to be treyarch because you you can't you know it's hard. like you know there's they're a studio of 300 plus people it's hard to compete with that mm-hmm. and i think that that applies to maybe 99 percent of like custom mappers but i i gotta say that you guys are in that that category like that one percent if it's like maybe not try to be treyarch but goddamn can you get close i think it's more if you don't have the manpower to hit that quality then put in the time and effort to get there mm-hmm. yeah because I've, I've always been a strong believer of anybody in this community could make a map as good as Leviathan. Mm-hmm. It's just, do you have the time and patience to actually sit down and do it? Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Tell us about the yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. I heard it was I'm a year-long process to make Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Tell, Take us through it. Walk well, us through inception well, of when you guys wanted to remaster <laughs> it, through it's... what that year or more was like. It started out as J-Pril, uh, Jaybird's April Fool joke. Okay. Yeah, I was going to do an April Fool's Day joke and just screw with the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started off with uh, uh, Radimax. We were going to uh, basically go through and remaster the starting room, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And we were going to pretend like we were releasing the full thing. And then after uh, finishing the starting room, it was just like, I'm hooked. I want to do this. I want to keep going. So then that's when I was like, all right, I need to call up Pi and Hex again. We need to get the full team on on this. Mm-hmm. What, how but many were getting the crazy. band back together? It, it's all three of you. <laughs> you guys outsource any more work besides the three yeah. of you? Yeah. The uh, audio. Oh, yeah. We have some uh, amazing voice actors in that map as well. I did um, notice that. Yeah. I thought that was really mm-hmm. cool. They were good imposters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we had uh, a few different voice actors who kind of played some roles in the map. So, uh, for instance, we had Glitching Queen who was doing... Our, yes! Uh, <laughs> Dude, okay. So... I played it for, I'm, I'm like 40 minutes in and Juan's like, you know, Glitching Queen's doing the voiceover for the announcer. And I was like, it, it just like clicked immediately. <laughs> she wasn't even talking at the time in the map. I'm like, oh my God, that was so seamless. It works so, but as soon as you hear it, you're like, yeah, of course it's her. It the did thing sound is, more like her before, but then Chroma changed. Chroma it actually did the tweaking to that to make it sound more like a robotic voice. And he did a pretty good job. Okay, so he was sending me test files, Chroma, of um, he was trying to get the same sound from the uh, Frozen Dawn that sounds like Klaus, 
and he was going mm-hmm. crazy with audio. So I wonder if that was during that kick. He he's amazing. He's a wizard when he starts really put setting his mind to an effect or trying to do do. I guess an effect would cover both visual and audio effects. It's amazing. Yeah. No, we he wanted, does an amazing job. We wanted something that sounded more like Glados. Mm-hmm. I I think. Nah, I I don't think exactly. I was just more, more like, like that was like that was just the the basic idea that I thought of. I think the I think it worked out perfect. I agree. Yeah. I so. it, it was, was not obvious. It was like I didn't yeah. sit there cringing like, "Ooh, they went and got a YouTuber to do a cameo voice." I didn't mm-hmm. notice it. That's that's a big win. It worked. Mhm. Uh, so that's uh, one of our voices, uh, our voice actors. Uh, there's a, uh, for Dr. Wells, the man in the tube, mm-hmm. um, we actually hired a guy named uh, Chris, uh, who's uh, an American voice actor, and he did an amazing German accent. And it mm-hmm. sounded pretty well. I mean, it wasn't as crazy as Hex's original voice. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. Hex played as the original Dr. Wells. <laughs> the B-movie actor. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very... Very interesting character you portrayed. We do have uh, like bloopers of the guy actually doing it like very hammy. Oh. Mm-hmm. He he almost sounded like he was like on the toilet at one point. Oh man! Okay, let's let's, let's, let's not yeah. talk about that. <laughs> let's not talk about our blooper. We, we were trying to make him make him sound like a little more like he's getting sick, and he's like, ah, okay, he couldn't pull that off, so we'll just have him do his own thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was a, a one of the voice actors we uh, got for Doctor Wells. So you hear him throughout the map. And we had this really cool uh, sound system where if you got close to him, you would hear it, the sound coming from him. But then as you got further away, you'd hear it coming from the PA system. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's a much so it was like touch. This, a little bit of polish just to add more connection to uh, the story. That, well, that's something I find that is always missing inside custom zombie maps is that polish that you're talking about. And it's very clear. You guys put your money where your mouth is. You put in that extra time. And that's something that always happens to Treyarch. If you walk away from a conversation, maybe the audio cancels or the audio redirects itself to make sure you're still immersed inside the the gaming experience. So that did Mm -hmm. shine through inside uh, my playthroughs, obviously limited playthroughs, but my playthroughs and watching a Leviathan. I also want to compliment that the radios inside the map, you guys didn't go crazy with them. And that's so good. Like, I sincerely appreciate you guys didn't go and put a, an essay to try and make this super intense, way over the top storyline. You cared. You put wanted to make sure there's some sort of storyline, but understood the gameplay, the map. Like, these are the things that are going to shine through the experience, the environment, the vibes it's giving up, making sure it has those little details instead of writing, you know, a short story or a novel. Yeah. And we wanted to sprinkle a story. And that was, I appreciate that as a story, a long, an old time story guy. I remember going into maps and you're just like, this radio isn't stopping. It's still going. And I just wanted it to stop. And it just goes <laughs> on and on. I think another thing we uh, thought about that was a lot of people who play zombies might not want to know anything about the story. They just want to play. Yes. So one of the things that happened in the original is you just kind of walked up to Dr. Wells and he just started talking on his own. Yes. Uh, And so we had some feedback from that and we listened. So you basically have to interact with him now. So if you don't want to do anything story related, you don't have to. I think that's a 
excellent choice. I'd really shine through again. Like I don't Origins mean to blow developer, smoke. take notes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm not trying to blow smoke up any of you guys' ass. Like we both said, we we do have criticisms of the map, but like my God, like I definitely want to say give you compliments where compliments are due. This is an impressive project. This is a lot of work. And I, I think as many people that love playing zombies really need to give this a chance. They really got to check out Leviathan because it's it's I hope it inspires other people in the zombies community to try and take modding this seriously. Oh, we were like stressed out like a week before because Steam was acting up. Yeah. Classic death. They did an update for uh, Half-Life Alex. Yes. And they broke the Steam client. So anybody who had larger maps could not upload. Oh, shit. And so everybody in the modding community was scrambling around because we had already given out the release date. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to like, we needed one more push because we didn't localize the files yet. So only English players could have played it when we... So, yeah, it was like the last minute crunch to try to figure out what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. So was this April but, 1st been... for the timeline, getting back to the earlier topic? Yeah. It was April 1st, 2018, 2019? 2019. I started with Rady, uh, with the starting room in March of 2019 because it was planned to be an April 1st right. box map. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically right after that uh, in April, Hex and Pi joined on and then we just went full ham all the way through the summer mm-hmm. until we hit that, uh, eventually we were like, we were super secretive about this. We didn't tell anybody. We didn't show any screenshots because a lot of times what happens is you make these big projects and then you either lose focus mm-hmm. or, uh, maybe something happens in your life that, you know, something comes up, right? Certainly. Uh, So we didn't want to get people's hopes up. And then on the top of that, it kind of adds to the fact that if we wanted to make a grand surprise, hey, we're releasing a a remaster, uh, we can kind of show way more than just say, oh, we're starting to do this project. We we don't have anything to show yet, though. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. That's a very good perspective. I mean, that's happened a multitude of times. You see that happen in a variety of games and a variety of mining scenarios. How many Patreon people for Skyrim mods or for some other niche, maybe it be Counter-Strike or Gary's mod or whatever it is, it just ends up dying because, again, like you said, things come up and you see little little bit. Oh, you know what's a good example of that is Jan Derry uh, Simulator. I mean, that game has been in development for seven and a half years. All these promises, <laughs> and it just never comes out. And it, it, it that's a whole deep dive of stuff. But it's like, yeah, yeah, it's it is difficult. The games industry is difficult, and even modding has a high mountain to climb if you're looking for this type of quality in a map. To make a box map, fuck it, right? Pound it out in a week. No big deal. <laughs> for what you guys undertook, it, it blows me away again because this is free this is a free <laughs> mod um i really like what you guys did with your merch as well that you took that route if you guys want if people want to support this map you went and got your own original artwork your own original ideas you had your own way of selling uh merchandise to support the entirety of the project to compensate you for all those 13 months of time that is again that's the way you run a business that's we, the way you we do have- stuff we have seen people like do that, like, oh, if you want to play this map, you know, donate and we'll send it to you. That always seemed kind of messed up. I know I ranted last week we, about we have, it, <laughs> and I still feel that way this week. 
I'm very curious now about what happened last week. Oh, oh no, I, no, no, that was no, un- that's I, unrelated. We talked about unrelated. having we, Leviathan was coming out, and I was like, "Well, shit, we should uh, have Leviathan. We got to check it out." I forgot it was even coming out this week, just because I was going through so many things. And then um, they linked your website to me, and I was like, "This is amazing! I am so hyped because I've had those experiences where people have tried to give custom maps, and they're like that'll be thirty dollars. It's like, bitch." Are you kidding me right now? Do you know who holds the copyright to that? Do you know how angry <laughs> yes, Activision would be if they? Yeah. It's like we don't, you know, we don't appease yeah. Activision, but like this, this is how lawsuits happen. This is how you yep. ruin modding tools for everybody in the community by pulling shit like this. So that's yeah. why I feel pretty strongly about those. Like, donate to me to get the map. It's like mm, it's not your product. You know, go go make something original, new, and merchandising is that avenue to really allow. That was a big. That was a big problem on World at War too. Like I've seen mm-hmm. people do that. Absolutely. Yeah, they put like donation walls up. It's like, oh, play the beta early mm-hmm. if you uh, donate. Oh, speaking Which of is really scummy. <laughs> so this is actually hilarious because all you guys. Are- from the sounds of it, from your introductions, have been in this since modding back in 2011, which I think predates even John when he joined around Black Ops 1, just barely around yep. that time, just a little bit. So very much, we grew up with the community in a very similar way, but you guys focused on modding. What I'm really curious about is how do you feel about the jump from World at War modding to Black Ops 3 modding? Like, it, are the tools and resources better? Why? And, it'd be, and to that point, is that why it took so long for like a Leviathan to catch up? to the uh, BO3 engine because a lot of the early maps for BO3 custom zombies were garbage. And then that, again, stemmed just like World at War. A lot of the early World at War maps were garbage. It takes time to learn the tools. It takes time for everybody oh, to get definitely. in. Oh, so definitely. I there... think it was... Yeah, go ahead. I think it was more that it was more accessible, the Black Ops 3 tools. Okay, how so? So you basically just download it off Steam and start working. What did you do prior? We had to go on to like some jank. We had to go on some website. I don't even know what it was. It's not. It's not Treyarch's. That's for sure. You had to download. You had to download the base mod tools. Okay. Then you had to download the Vruk, Shinonuma, and Deris packs that go on top of all of that. Okay. And like you, you'd run into so many errors trying to set them up. Sure. It it wasn't easy. Okay. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, if you wanted to make a map, you had to pick a style before that. Like, you had to do a Noct version, right? Or, like, a Shinonuma version, or a Varuk version, or a Darius version. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but the, the tools in Radiant were actually really fun to use, though. Like, the World at, one, uh, World at War ones. Yeah. Is Although, that, is that different from there was... Ups 3? The tool very, version? very similar. Okay. But the biggest thing that was super annoying back in world at war mm-hmm. is anytime you wanted to see your map with lighting you had to compile oh you had to compile no. and it would take forever like on leviathan when that thing that thing was massive like pie man you were the one doing the compiles for that thing back then right yeah it, it took a while i can't remember how long it was probably like an hour or more oh it was my god a you change uh, one light and now you gotta wait an hour oh my right? god it, but now yeah. black ops 3 everything you can see basically what you see in game in radiant amazing that's so, amazing for people that's that, got a speed of development time a million times yeah, oh, yeah. i'm trying to clarify this as well for people that have no idea and have absolutely no background in zombies and development or any of that type of stuff these type of questions because 
I mean, it's overwhelming to try and approach. How do I even start making a Call of Duty Zombies map, like on the baseline? So you go to the janky ass website, you download these yeah. mods, <laughs> and then trying to just test something like, hey, is this working? An hour compile time when you could be doing more progress, just like John said, this is expediting the entirety of it. Just a yeah. little test. If, that's like anytime anybody uh, at school, let's say you're working on a group project at school and you just want to check, hey, um, let me edit this paragraph, but you got to wait an hour to edit the paragraph. That is insane for your pipeline, for your time management skills, for just like, you know, at this point, I'm putting it away for tonight. I'm, I I can't work on this anymore tonight. If I got to wait another hour after spending all this time writing it up, it's it's like this barrier to spell check. It's like, are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> I can't do that. So that's exciting to hear. Bo3 tools help break down those barriers. Yeah, it's a lot easier for Black Ops Three, but like World of War was kind of like a like a smaller community of mappers. Okay, there was still a big community of people playing custom maps. Sure, but like uh, like Jaybird said, like downloading the tools was insane. Like you had to like know where to put each file. Uh, this does it for you, basically. That sounds. It just, just slaps it right in your Black Ops Three folder, and then boom, you just start going. Mm -hmm. Get the gun running, which you can the work. The workshop, though, is a little... We, we kind of were not big fans of the Steam workshop because we used to go to a website where they'd, like, verify it's a good map, not just some box awesome map, map. Yeah. together in, like, an hour. Sure. So if they had moderation on the Steam workshop mm -hmm. and maybe allowed specific trusted people in the community to kind of go through and clean it up, I think that probably would help out a lot. It's an, it's an interesting it's kind of a weird topic, though. Yeah, no, I, I'm interested to talk about this because this is a perspective of the devs. Because um, I think there's two sides to this. I, I, ZombieMonding.com was one of the sites. I don't know yeah. anything about it. I, I, I just remember you'd go like ZombieMods.com, ZombieMonding.com. I just go around downloading wherever I could get it from. And you bring up a good point that it helps give you get a lot of the trash out of the way a lot of the maps because there's plenty of them mm -hmm. on Steam as well. wasn't wasn't just trash too. You get these troll maps that are like they're offensive. Yes, um, that's fair. That that is and then, like, for instance, about a month before we released Leviathan, mm -hmm. somebody put out a troll map that said Leviathan. Leviathan. <laughs> yeah, it was spelled weird, but it was like they were just trying to like catch people. Like, oh, they know people would download it. So this is good too because you never know what you're going to download from World of War. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. is fair, actually. That yeah. is even more fair because then you're like mm -hmm. dot virus dot exe. I don't know. The map was we, called Town. We did have a really good. What was it like? A, a file manager on UGX. The map manager. Yeah. Wait, UGX. Yep. Yep. UGX was the. That was like the premium zombie. Yeah, map and they certified like the maps. They basically were like, "Is this worthy enough to go in the map manager?" It's really fun. But when you use also words just, like that, it makes me worried about gatekeeping, right? That not everybody can make a yeah. map, right? Yeah. So there's mm -hmm. there's a little bit of like we're gonna choose the moderators. We got to make sure the maps are worthy. Like that stuff is like, and I'm not I'm not attacking you guys personally in that sense. Mm -hmm. but like, oh no, that's no, the no. fine we, line you're getting at, where it's like you got to. It's how do you make that line? Yeah, and that's a good it's, it's it's either advocate. if it's yeah if you if you put it too low, you end up having all these box maps and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But if you put it too high then you're basically snuffing out potential modders that could grow into, you know. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, somebody's first map, they're just excited to get the mod tools and they're oh, going to yeah. throw up their first map ever and it's a shitty box map, you know. I did that, but that, that modder could go on that. to make the next Leviathan. I 100% did that. I did that but too. <laughs> that's how everybody probably began, in the same way of like yeah. us YouTubers. Except like for Jaybird. Jaybird's good at everything. 
Shut up. <laughs> it's funny that like my first zombies videos, I was actually going back and looking at some old like Johnny J videos back in the day that aren't even on Johnny J on a different channel. Mm-hmm. Videos are awful. But like, you know, like I threw that shit at the wall and thankfully YouTube let me throw that shit at the wall because that's how I got to where I am today. And the same way you guys threw your first shitty box maps onto the workshop and thankfully Steam allowed your, it wasn't Steam, but thankfully you were able to. And then now here you are with Leviathan. Uh, so it, it's a little bit of take to go with the bad, but I totally see what you mean about I like there, some moderation would be great. Yeah. Just well, like I, a light I, amount of it. Yeah. We all met on zombie modding like back in like 2011 after I like quit YouTube. Mm-hmm. I think this was on like Black Ops 2 when things started picking up for like custom maps. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think You Always Win is one of the biggest uh, yeah. channels that has kept custom zombies alive throughout the past 12 years they did like contests and whatnot too yes. which were really fun they are probably mm-hmm. one of the best contributors to keeping the custom zombie community alive i don't know by the way because i'm not deep in the custom zombie community i i hope i don't look to offend anybody or anything like that but it, from the outside mm-hmm. looking in it looks like uh Niels and meat wagon really give a shit about custom zombie maps and have really put out a great effort in keeping that community alive sustaining it and trying to get modders incentivize them to make b- bigger and better maps uh, yeah well me yeah. and Pia, me and Pia were big fans of i don't know if you guys know ngt yeah of course just be- we we like we like spider bite and uh hypermole just because yeah. like one never noticed anything it was hilarious he just walked past something and the other one would notice everything <laughs> and they kind of rolled off each other but they disappeared sadly so yeah, they for I forget where they ended up going. I think he just took a break as time went on. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, NGT or Spider Bite kicked a uh, cabinet in, and we never saw him again. Yep, that's a good one. That's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can we talk. Can we talk a bit about um, the time going back to the timeline of like development. Because sure. one of the things I'm curious about, so you guys dropped like your. I, th- I think you dropped your first trailer like last September. Yeah. So. And looking at that, so when you guys dropped that trailer, where do you think this map was in terms of like development and compared to like where it is today? 50%? No, I don't I don't think we we're at 50 because the trailer came out when we were just about to hit observation, remember Hex? Oh yeah, oh the water was still like green, wasn't it? it? Yeah, every all the water looked weird, the lighting was crap. Like it's so funny because we were so proud of it at the time, but then we looked back at it now and it's like Oh my God, that is nasty. If you look at the, uh, the tunnel, you can actually see the divers in there. He's been in there for like the longest time. Yeah, we teased the diver right away. You just got to pay attention. Yeah, well, I've watched this trailer at least like twice now over just the course of this show. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to say, like, it, it's hard to tell from just an outsider's perspective, you know, the guy that didn't pour hundreds of hours into it, where this is in development. So, so like to to hear you guys be like, oh yeah, looking at this, like we scoff at it. It's just wild. The we, entire we left, yeah, we knew the layout already, but the entire left side of the map didn't exist in that trailer. <laughs> well, that's what I was hoping to hear. Yep, that's game. Like, like oh yeah, we can only show these other areas because the others didn't even exist. I hear that all so, the time from devs. Yep, labs. Uh, so I think labs. Uh, the well, we call it the crashing, but the sub launch room, the one with the giant green room that gets breached, um, mm-hmm. uh, the soul generator, mm-hmm. uh, cafeteria wasn't even in there, cafeteria thing. probably wasn't in there, uh, mm-hmm. machinery like the whole left side of the map just didn't exist yet. 
that's interesting. I remember when I wrote when I um when I saw this trailer, I like wrote it down as potential future Zombros topics. Because <laughs> I just do I just keep like a running list. And I and I kept it whenever we'd like, all right, what are we doing this week? I'd go back to the list and look at that. And I'd see Leviathan talk about map. Um and then I'm like, hmm, still not well, I don't know. We we did still have the prefabs from World of War, but all those had to be like redone because they were poorly made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you look all... back at all your old stuff, and it's like, yeah, you've improved over the years, and you you think, why why did I do it this way? Well, the prefabs that we have were like named weirdly, like La Cocker Room, and <laughs> we can't spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, the map file at the end of the uh, original Leviathan. It started off as I sent Pyman a prefab of the locker room. And for some reason, he decided to use that as the base map file for everything. And we just kept changing the name of the map file. It got misspelled so many times. Oh. It turned out to be like lacockerroom.py and then like a whole bunch of numbers. And it's like, what the heck are you doing, Pi Man? But we kept it for all these years. It was yeah, very it's, wild. The name it's funny. Too. It's funny. That is like but, spot so that- on from like YouTube stuff that we do to like whenever, you, or maybe most people do too, is when you save a file. And you just you just keep adding like a one, another one, another one, or you just slam on the keyboard. You're like, fuck, it, I just need to say this file. I don't care what the name is. That's beautiful. Or the the same the same Premiere file that I've been using to edit my videos for at least two years now. I think I've been using this one Premiere file. It's just called Untitled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like the uh, the base one they give you when you save a file, right? Mm-hmm. literally so it's just untitled uh, but then within there i have like different sequences and i just delete the last video sequence and make a new one and that's just keep using that thing from your file because it's got all the assets i need already in there <laughs> it's easy but so so was that trailer the first time you guys announced leviathan because i know yeah. you mentioned that you guys were keeping it secret for a while so that yeah. was when you first announced it well no the it first... was a video of the ocean uh remember it was the top of the yeah ocean. like about uh a week before, I want to say, or maybe a couple days before, uh, we had like a teaser, which was like a small, like five second clip where it was just like the camera panned down on the water and it just said, uh, like a date or something like that. Yeah. Everybody thought I was going to be like the swan or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So you had the teaser and then that trailer came out. I'm very glad mm-hmm. it wasn't swan. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's me and Pia. We made that. Yeah, goddamn man. I know. Mm-hmm. We love hey uh the the hatches I don't know if you guys noticed it but the hatch from the swan is in this map. Oh. Yeah. Outside it is. the cafeteria. Now that you point it out, yeah it is. <laughs> All right, for the for the uninitiated like myself, what is the swan? Uh it's based on the TV show Lost. We made it in uh World of War. I don't know if you ever seen it. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Basically the Avogadro okay. comes in and punches your face into the ground before you can even get <laughs> anywhere. Yeah, uh, that's all. Pi, that's all. Pi. Anytime, yeah, this is my fault. Yeah, anytime yeah. you have a boss that like kicks your ass, it's Pie Man. Uh, yeah, we life out of me when I played about Hex it. and I are like the voice of reason in the team. We have to constantly tell Pie Man that's way too strong. The players are gonna hit the voice of nerfs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like, know. It's I like either too much health, divers. too much damage. It's like Pie Man's always like. If it's not one shotting the player, it's not fun. <laughs> I love it. I love this dynamic. What a good balance, to, and I, I think it pays off well as you see the boss fights. Uh, to touch on them, there are two major boss fights. I I notice one for 
when you do the skull and you end up in that new area, which I, I do want to talk about the environments. Uh, it's Elysium. Mm-hmm. Elysium. Well, yeah. And then Elysium the one Jaber. after you take the Elysium. sub to victory, which is, by the way, the Call of the Dead sub. I, I know that model anywhere. Um, <laughs> as you go into... It's actually the campaign from Black Ops 1 sub that they repurposed for yeah, Call of the Dead. Yeah, buddy! I was looking it's for a happy little accident I for us. It. Mm-hmm. Um, they no, Treyarch no. reuses their own assets all the time. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet you even throughout that. different <laughs> even throughout different uh teams like through uh like between Treyarch and IW, mm-hmm. like they even share. I, I think it's because like Ravensoft will be like creating some assets and I think it kind of trickles down into the yeah. other games. And Raven Raven and I I know this until recently, Raven does like stuff for almost every studio. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Like they—they've even had their hands in like Shangri La, and yeah. then we'll go on and do like everything else too. So I think they might have like some assets that they would put in, like like just kind of like a backlog of, oh, we need this model, so we'll use it in this game. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me, so what was like launch like? Launch like stress, like just yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and Hex took the day off. <laughs> We were like, like, we needed to work or just like not look at. No, 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 from work, from work. Yeah. Uh, We wanted to be there the moment that it released all the way to like the next day, because not only did we want to see everybody's reactions, because it's amazing to see everybody just like light up and everybody get together. But also if any little thing broke, we were on it. We were the moment it broke, we were looking into how to fix it. Mm -hmm. And something did break. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We had an update yeah. about two hours into it because we were just like, as soon as we could get something fixed. Yeah, somebody found a, a bad zone that we hadn't noticed in a whole year, apparently. Yeah. I, so do you have a new appreciation for Treyarch in that sense? Oh, in any of the devs? Yeah. As soon as you go live mm-hmm. and all the shit, that is just goes wrong immediately. Well, at the same time, they have a team of test, like beta yeah. testers, right? Yeah. Our team of beta testers we brought in like maybe the last month mm-hmm. and four people. It was it was like four people. So you're only gonna catch so much, right? That's a that's about the size Treyarch has for something. But we've testing. been we've been beta oh, really? testing uh, yeah. each other. Well like, but but they're they're testing. They're trained. They should they're trained be trained. They're, they're also given tools. They yeah, they have be. debugging tools. Yeah, they they actually they have a number of tools to like aid them in yeah. that as well. We don't yeah. have they didn't actually give us those. Even we don't have any debugging tools, so it's like there's a lot of things optimization-wise that we are trying our best to improve, mm-hmm. um, but we're doing it blind. Yeah, which well, that, that sucks. the new thing we're working with that might help. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we potentially have some fixes that Pymen was looking into. Exciting. I mean, yeah, Exciting. we're uh, the the Umbertome system in, in Black Ops Three. We uh, looked into it. And we can have a bunch of different groups, and, and uh, so there's a there's a good chance we could up the performance. But I don't have the map file. Like Jaber has the main map file. Like I just have a test map, so uh, I we need to play around with that. But we're hopeful. I think we're we're hopeful, right, Jaber? Oh yeah, like I feel really good about that because it's what was happening before performance wise is a lot of the uh, map was being loaded when you shouldn't even like have it loaded. Mm-hmm. So you'd be like on one side of the map and the other side, for some reason, the Umber system wasn't picking it up mm-hmm. to deload it. Mm-hmm. And so people were getting some pretty bad performance from that. Yep. Um, that so we're surprised we, we even haven't run into like G-Spawn yet. Like people have gotten up to like round 100 by now. 
Hell yeah. I saw somebody at 211 today. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. That's exciting. So yeah, I was I was worried about that because I've only tested to about like round 60. Mm-hmm. Well, let, I want to hear what your perspective was from day one. You have streams open. I mean, typically Treyarch has explained that they, or a sledgehammer, they have a cafeteria and they have all the monitors up in, in <laughs> sledgehammer. And then they'll be watching and they're cheering when people go down <laughs> by the Easter egg and stuff like that. Oh, my How God. are you guys feeling? Like, who are you I, watching? How was oh, the day going? Oh, I didn't understand. I didn't know they had that. Like, when Black Ops 4 came out, they were all sitting in a cafeteria and they all saw those blue screens pop up. That, Ooh, that, yeah, that'd be like uh, heart wrenching. Their cafeteria, because Treyarch doesn't have the cafeteria Sledgehammer does, from what Cameron uh-huh. Dayton told us. Treyarch was all watching, but they're all watching and seeing the blue screens and it was oh, horrifying. Man. They were oh, all seeing God. that oh, yeah, live they're, they're and they're watching. just like, we can't fix this. We can't push that- pipe that out. Like, mm-hmm. how, oh my God, what are we going to do? That's what we were sitting there hoping for, like, no G-spot, no G-spot, no G-spot. Yeah, so, like, it was nice that we at least were, like, sitting at our computers, like, yeah. ready to bounce on any bug fixes that we needed. Um, yeah, you don't have Activision yeah, uh, we, and Sony waiting for you to get approval to send a patch through or any bullshit yeah. like that. <laughs> how yeah. fast can you make, how fast can you send out a patch? So you make a fix, you put out the patch. Um, from You've like got to upload the it. whole map file. Uh, so okay. It's... Uh, it gets compressed. It's six point currently six point three two gigs, I think. Okay. And it gets compressed down to about three gigs. Okay. That gets uploaded to Steam. So you I'd say so that whole. Uh, no. Three gigs doesn't have... sound bad to me. No, 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 no. It's just the whole. Com- it takes a bit to compress it because what it. it has to do is it has to start mm-hmm. chunking all the nice. the larger file because nice. we have one massive XPack file which contains all the images, the models. It contains the compiled map and all this like really dense stuff. Absolutely, that's got to figure out how to chunk it. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, and then so you it goes on to the Steam like workshop, and then can people like download the update immediately, or do then people now have to wait for like the cache to update? Yeah, well, it was kind of like what you guys were talking about with the OBS. Like we had to wait for it actually to update, like with the server. Mm-hmm. I think what it has to do is like even it's probably going to be uploaded to whatever your closest server is. So yeah. in my case, it's somewhere West Coast. Um, so probably people on the West Coast are going to get it quicker. And then it's going to try, try to like populate it onto all the other servers, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I feel that it's probably going to be a bit delayed for anybody who's further from whoever's uploading. That makes a lot of sense, though. I, I will say it's not the most important question in the world, but I was just curious how that worked. I didn't know, like, if you drop the update and then people can get it immediately if it takes time. Even us, like, I have to read. The funny thing is I'm the one uploading it, but if I want to play that version of the map, I even have to download it. <laughs> it's I so it. weird. <laughs> and we have to wait for Steam to actually kick in. and like, you got, like, we're trying to, like, close Steam, open, like, Black Ops 3. Just like, come on, just start downloading it. Yeah, because a lot of times it just doesn't doesn't download. So you gotta like notice, force it. If you notice, Black Ops Three is not the most optimized game. Like any COD is. <laughs> <laughs> like there, there. If you watch, uh, I, I'm the one that I think I found this right. You ever, like if you have a bad computer or something like that, and like you're loading up a map, you'll see like one of their trees is floating out of the ground. Yeah, the cutscene. You know the forest. There's a tree. Anytime that you get kicked out of a game, it shows you the frozen forest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a tree that's floating off the ground that Hex noticed. And I've never noticed it, 
because my computer's running quicker than his, so I never get to that point in the, the little cutscene. Yeah, you can actually see a model sticking out of the ground. It's just a floating tree. Mm-hmm. Well, no, their, their computers are so good over there. Like Everything just runs so fast you never notice it. Yeah, so that's something that I feel like they don't do enough testing on is taking a dumbed-down, shitty, god-awful version of a computer and testing it for bugs and seeing how mm-hmm. one of the consumers who's going to try and break your game, how they consume it versus having all the high-end equipment they have. Oh, yeah, they don't check like uh, the lowest settings that they I, have. I'm not sure, I'm sure, to be honest. I'm sure they, they probably might. do, but like... It still squeaks through. You can still see yeah. that stuff get through. Oh, they're never, they're never going to fix it because it's a it's a video. I think. Oh. Yeah, it's just, it's just a video. It's a pre-compiled big file. Funnier that none of the artists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like an actual in-game thing that they're like panning past. It's an actual video. Well, Jay Rizzo is going to be the first person in the world to point that shit out. Anytime there's a texture bug or something's clipping, I have a beautiful Twitter timeline of Rizzo being like, "What the fuck." What is this shit? Look, look, look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what sucks crazy. about uh, making mods now. Like you'll notice little things in games, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. Yeah, even in like looking at other games, like if we're playing Call of Duty, it, like it's almost like a curse. When you start getting into this stuff, yeah, you notice it instantly, and it almost ruins it. Hundred percent. Clipping drives me nuts. When I hair is the number one thing in all video games that drive me nuts. Hair clips so bad, or you have a sword and the sword is going through a bag on their uh, side. Oh, yeah. it's like, <laughs> this stuff drives me nuts. And it's hey, Unreal Five. You looked too deep into it. You 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 peaked. You got the well of knowledge. You drank a little too much. You're like, oh, I go back, go back. <laughs> Can't enjoy video games anymore. But no, I I find that it, it's kind of nice because then you get to see the these studios are real people working as yes. well. Like they, it, nobody's going to have the flawless game that they set out to have. Most certainly. There's always going to be these little things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me about some of the and features. There's, there's compromise. Oh, you... no, I was just going to say that that's the compromise of it. Where it's like, you know, there's going to be mistakes. You just got to do your best. Oh, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. You're saying for, I wanna... for features, we have uh, yeah. helmets. Yes, so I want to get into, there's a multitude of features in here, not just uh, the helmets, but also the number pad. You had a little uh, Alpha Omega action going on in there. Um, And I want to talk in detail about the boss fights as well. I think those things, I want to highlight all those before I talk a little bit about the environment. Yeah, sure. So tell me about anything in particular. What feature do you want to talk about first? Is there anything that you enjoyed working on? Let's go. Lex loves his helmets. Let's talk about Lex's the helmets, reaction baby. to the helmets was wild. Lex walks. So I watched Lex's stream to get yeah. a sense of like all the deeper shit in the map. And Lex walks in and sees all the possible helmets, and he's just like, "Oh, <laughs> oh my god!" They even nobody's even found one of them yet. Yeah. Well, no, they're they know what it is because somebody went in and ripped the image file. Oh, okay. Classic, fucking classic. It, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like map, they, guys. Come on. <laughs> I, I saw it on Twitter. Somebody's like posting it around. They're like, oh, look what I found. It's like, no, you did not find that <laughs> little shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's, it's funny. Cause we, we try to add all these little, little things that you might not find on your first playthrough. It's just to kind of add a little more replayability. And I think that's kind of what we tried to set for all of these features was just to make the map more replayable. Mm-hmm. What did you miss on the first run that you can now find? because you know the map a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, there's a there's a bunch of little features. So, like, for instance, Hex was saying um, the the helmets. 
Obviously, that's like a lot of these features are existing from other Treyarch maps, sure. but mm -hmm. we just tried to match the best we could to them sure. to keep it as official as possible. Well, the shark mm -hmm. helmet is the one I experienced, and it's hilarious. I love it. It looks so goofy. <laughs> that's the right type of humor, I think, that Zombies needs to walk that line, where all of a sudden... In, inside this map, you put the shark hat on, and you're like, this is, this is great. This game's great. Where when you get a little, like, some of the stuff I remember experiencing in BO3 and BO4, you start going like, are we taking this seriously or not? I don't know where we are Yeah, that's, right like, now. intentional, intentional, like, just either you go all the way in or not at all, right? Right, and this was so, mm -hmm. like, the map is having fun is what I constantly found. And even with the boss fight, some of the lines for the... Um, what, what do you guys call them? The deep diver? Or the uber diver. diver. The one in the boss fight, and then it's just the diver who the diver. walks around. Gotcha. So the one That's in the boss fight, man. the deep diver, I mean, his quotes, I felt reminiscent of George at times, where he just... Oh, God, what were some of the good ones about, like, I see who's next, you? It was classic, oh, like... Oh, I, I know these. Yes, go <laughs> ahead. Oh, look, it's the, the next harpoon victim. But I'd added some cooler things to make it sound not as dumb. Yes. Um, <laughs> like I did. I, I did the voice for the diver, and I've like a yes. lot of the my inspiration was George and the patriarch yes. from Killing Floor Two because I love him. Love uh, him. He's really funny. So I I took a lot of inspiration from that. There was a lot of quotes that didn't make it in because it was size like mm -hmm. a lot. Um, like we had we had quotes for like YouTuber specific quotes where we were gonna taunt specific people. We were gonna make one for you. <laughs> yeah, oh, we get had the fuck out of here. <laughs> and, and there was just like too much in the map. Like it's like the size was getting really big. Sure. So we're just like it's not worth it. So we decided to cut that. But that was the original idea. So I had a few in there. Um, you nailed it. But man. yeah, I had those Thank George you. vibes immediately from it. And again, that added to this like they they took their map seriously. They made. They were like, "We're gonna make a really goddamn good map." But they. Mm. But I definitely constantly had this feeling where it wasn't like this. We're trying to prove we got the greatest goddamn map ever. We're so much better. That wasn't there. This was clearly like, we know we love this. We want to do something good here. And the tone of it, the writing of it, is something that I feel like I, I haven't experienced in a long time. And maybe that's why I'm so excited and giddy about it and singing so much praise. It was just refreshing to enjoy something like this map and the effort you guys all put in. So I I get I don't want to be too commendy about it, but seriously, I do want to commend you for the effort you put forth into Leviathan. We you know did, what was that? Who was that guy that uh, we had do the actual Ultimus voices? What was his name? Keegan. Keegan. We had a guy uh, who did Keegan, like spot Keegan, on voices. Keegan, yeah. Kel Keegan Kelsey. He did the Ultimus voices for us, so uh, you can actually hear. Uh, he did a spot on Richtofen. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like basically, we have a little conversation that happens in the game where Doctor Wells says his little thing, mm -hmm. uh, basically going, "Oh, Richtofen, my friend," you know, talking to him, and we're like, "Well, how do we get it to be a little more of a connection between the two of them if we don't have the actual voice actor uh, mm -hmm. to be able to play these characters?" So we could have, but we would have had to pay that guy a lot of money. <laughs> Because he does one of that, that cameo thing online or whatever. I gotcha, yeah. But probably by the word is another... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to pay that guy that much money. I feel that. And this yeah, guy that actually... becomes a challenge of how dense can we make our story in this few words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure we Keegan was at ZWC. I'm pretty sure I met him in MC Sports Talks, met him, and I'm pretty sure both ZWCs, he even did some of his voice acting of those characters 
he is spot on with a man. Oh, he's amazing. He's a talent. He really is. I mean, bouncing between like uh, like Rick Toffin and Nathan Drake and like all these other characters, pretty crazy. That's awesome. Really Imagine is. like the conversation he can have with himself. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does with all these characters bouncing back and forth. Yeah, no, really phenomenal. Tell me um, more about the helmets, though. How many other helmets are there? I only saw the shark. What are the other ones that you're willing to discuss? Minus the hit. I think I think because they I mean, there's five, but I think we can tell you what all of them are because yeah, clearly yeah. it was leaked. Up to you guys. Um, so yeah, we have the shark helmet, mm-hmm. which is basically going to speed you up underwater. Okay. Uh, which is great because a lot of the map's underwater. And they all uh, let you breathe underwater, by the way. Yeah, oh, cool. so you don't need your scuba mask anymore. You now you can pick up the hacker, hack things underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the shark mask, number one, super easy to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the leaper mask, or the Nova Crawlers. Gotcha. Which is the creepiest mask of them all. God, why did I do this? <laughs> I, it's literally, you have a leaper's head on your head. Oh. So you're... It's like the mouth is open and your face is in the mouth. Yes. <laughs> Just like the Marvel. It mask. is so creepy. Yes. It is so creepy. Awesome. Um, What's that one? So that's the second mask. Uh, that one is going to give you a little bit more defense and a little more offense against the leapers. Gotcha. So cool. if, if, if you have a hard time with leapers, that mask is for you. Okay. Um, so the next one from that would be the golden scuba mask. Cool. Uh, nice that one's pretty cool because. Uh, it actually increases your health by one, Ooh. and then you also get a bit of a speed boost. Dope. So you can take an extra hit wearing that mask. That's good shit. And it looks cool too, because I mean, like it's like this nice oh, contrast yeah. with the black suit. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, I think the fourth mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna save the one that's people haven't found yet for the last. But the sure. fourth mask is uh, we call it the Kraken mask, but it's the God mask from Revelations. Sure. Did you retext? We're like, no, we got lazy on that one. That's yeah. shame. Got lazy. Uh, three well, team. Mm-hmm. Year one. I threw that in. I threw that in like last second because we were planning four, mm-hmm. and I was like, we need like one more kicker of a mask. For so the that's boss, yeah, yeah, because that one's like, if you want a god tier mask, you wear the 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 kraken mask of a Dope. god mask. Uh, and then lastly, you can wear the diver's mask. His golden diver mask. You can wear that. Yo! And that is the best looking mask in the game. That's yeah, that's cool. really cool. Nobody's found it yet. Wow. I'm well, nobody's found it yet. Now. Yeah. That sounds that's exciting. The, that's the leak one. Yeah, that's the one they leaked it, where they, they found the image of it, but they don't know how to get it. We no. did have a guy send Jaber a picture, say, hey, I beat it, you know? And then, then you can see off in the corner, like an external, like, tool to like help you cheat yeah he's got like a billion points and it's like in the corner it's just like infinite health and like points and like it's like come on man. Like, did, you, like, did, you, did you beat it did you really <laughs> i actually appreciate the message you guys put in because i normally get really pissed off when map modders don't allow you to cheat in the maps because as a youtuber mm-hmm. i just want to no clip and show off your goddamn map and I want to show all the features. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just let me cheat so I can be like, guys, look how awesome this map is. All right. But you guys, because of the Easter egg inside it, you put up a little message being like, hey, you know, just respect us during launch. We're going to let you do this. Just 
give us like a week basically all right come back and you yeah. can do whatever you want with it and people solved it i believe day one lex and Spring oh yeah oh, yeah jeez that was quick <laughs> like 13 hours i don't know how the man was still alive yeah oh my god he didn't stop i don't think he even went to eat anything he just like non-stop that's my boy that's my boy. it was it was really funny watching people do the easter egg because like yeah. we're like oh god they're going through too quickly so i remember when we were watching glitching queen's team play mm -hmm. uh they like one of them got down during the like one of the steps where the power goes out and yes. we're like this is it this is it we're like they're gonna lose because you don't get your perks back i'm like one of them drops their whole team's going down oh mm -hmm. i love it so so we were like getting giddy when they were actually going down die die that's die, die, a, die. That's, that's such like a triarch moment yeah. rooting against the players <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, do, they, do they do that 100 they do they legitimately root against us so that we're slower <laughs> to beat the east like they, oh, they will if if people are like dying on the boss fight they're happy assuming oh, it's okay. not because something's broken yeah they're yeah happy. if it's not yeah. broken they then they're happy the the bullshit yeah. it's that fine line of like are they having fun good let's keep make, making sure they're having fun <laughs> and kicking their ass I did not know they did that. That's fun, actually. Absolutely, yeah. it's, it's amazing. You guys have. It yeah. feels like they had a soft, like a, a softer Treyarch release here in this map, which is that's what I so yeah, cool. that's what I totally get those vibes from. It's it's very much like, I, like I, it's got to be so much fun to watch people like solve through your Easter egg and see. Oh, them. it is. It's awesome. But what, uh, what we was were... your favorite moment during it? During those Easter egg solve? Was there something that stuck with you while watching people oh. trying to solve it? Either oh, Doctor Zav. Dr. Zav. Okay. People's reaction to Dr. Zav. He's the scientist behind the door. Yeah. And you had to escort him. And there was a bunch of people who just could not believe that when the door opens and he walks out and like he's a physical character. Because Starts a lot of times, a lot of times in these Treyarch games, yeah. it's just like, oh, it's just this guy behind the door. You won't ever get to see him. He doesn't yeah. actually physically exist in the game. He's just a voice. Yeah. That, that was my exact thought because you mm -hmm. know think about it, every time Treyarch's done that you got our characters stuck behind the wall you got Brock and Gary you know they've been doing this <laughs> for years even even up to today like Marlton uh, yes. behind the door yeah. Yeah. yep yeah it's like we wonder why they actually don't do that <laughs> this was a good flex I got to be honest with you on them because when that door opened I was like fuck yeah. This is great because I thought I saw it on a, a clip from I think Greg online uh, of him walking. So I thought he was coming from the canister. I thought it was the same model because I only saw him coming oh, back okay. quickly. So I thought it was the uh, the, the doctor. I forgot his last Doctor Wells. Doctor Wells. And gotcha. then when I saw the other clips, when he pops, he comes out. I'm like, yeah, I love that. That's good shit. And you guys seen the whole Easter egg, right? The ending and yes, whatnot. Yes, I have. Mm -hmm. so, so that is actually the uh, the Pentagon thief. He's Yuri. Gotcha. Yeah, I we tried to so. weave in their story with ours. I love. We that. like truncated his last name, so it says Zav. Oh, uh, Yuri, you guys Zav. are wonderful. That's that's so. And I like the cute nod at the end too, where the I'm not going to spoil it for the people watching the stream in case they do want to see the little twist at the end but i loved how you did it the little thing mm -hmm. when at once the game over screen happens it's just like again it's like you, you, it's it's that's the tone i remember of, of the past per se or maybe not specifically of the past but that's the tone i i seriously appreciate it in this map where it's just this like we're not here to outdo anything but we're we're gonna silently just let our work speak for ourselves. we're gonna we're gonna smile about the enjoyment we're getting out of this <laughs> and i was like god this is everything about this is just it make it's another, it a feel-good moment 
another one was um when uh you're at the before the boss fight mm-hmm. i think what is it elysium right Jayford? yeah elysium oh my god like we tried to build this up as because people knew elysium from the original you get the one inch punch there you blew up the statues you go in the middle you get one inch punch mm-hmm. we wanted to troll the crap out of anybody who knew the original okay so we th- we were like why don't we throw a mid boss fight there like zetsubo how they do the little uh spider queen yeah yeah and mm-hmm. we're like we can make it all cinematic they drop through the floor so we had it planned for months i think we planned it back in like probably august one of the first yeah one of the first things we planned i think it was before august even maybe well, well yeah. a lot of people were like uh preparing to like redo the easter egg and they thought it was going to be the same thing mm-hmm. it's like oh man they don't even understand <laughs> yeah so it was really awesome getting everybody's reaction because it's just like, oh, I'm about to get my one-inch punch. What the hell is happening? I'm falling through the floor. And then yeah. the next thing you know, it cuts into the camera, panning around the room. Oh my That's how God. you subvert expectations. Yes. That's the best way to because it like the players that have gone through Leviathan previously are going to have that like, oh shit moment. But so will the players who are just first experiencing the map. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the same thing with the ending for the original Leviathan, where you just like, leave at, leave on the sub, but you don't actually leave. It just ends the game. Mm-hmm. You just press the buttons, like game over. Good job. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> that feels like it, it feels like it feels like one of those situations where it's like the technology wasn't there. Yeah, there's but a lot. Now of we have the technology. I think we could have done something back then, but it was more like we were just like, let's just wrap it up. We're, we've been working on this for like a year. And we were just tired, so you know, we were just like there was a lot of stuff in the original that got scrapped and now made it into this one, like the traps. The fan traps um uh, mm-hmm. were gonna be in the original and we didn't put them in. Yeah. And uh then we did it for this version of the map. And also the flooding water. I did want to do that for the original, but then I'm like, nah, it's it's not gonna work because we were hitting G spawn for the original. But yeah. uh yeah, some of the like those things made it into the remap. But we were able to like test it like crazy as we were making it, and like we kind of solved all the G spawn issues. Yeah, we had a bunch partway through, but then we did some heavy testing mm-hmm. and just found like narrowed down the issues, made sure that they never happened, and then we all three of us went uh, with basically their specific weapons and perks that were causing G spawn originally, mm-hmm. and we just narrowed it down, and we're just like, okay, use only that. And get up to round fifty. Make sure you don't G spawn. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So we were we were trying to make sure, like heavily, that the map's not going to crash on people. That is awesome to hear, but it sounds like a very tedious Still, process. Yeah, yeah we don't have any of the tools they have, which sucks. Well, like, all of the even funnier, John. Remember when we visited one time? We literally saw someone testing for a high rounds, and they just had the, they left their controller on the desk, and they had it like rubber banded or whatever, and they were at, like <laughs> round two hundred twenty on a zombie map. Do you remember? I don't know if I saw that. You must have saw that and not me. I well, my perk poster was above it. So Uh, that's how you noticed it. No, someone pointed out they're like, read your perk poster. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Don't embarrass me. And then (laughs) and then and then below it, I'm like, is that a map? Is that a map we don't know? That's a big round. What the fuck is that? Nobody's in the desk. 200 jesus 220 and the and it was just like beat red on the screen so i don't know what testing they were doing and they were face down oh they were probably god yeah they were probably in god mode or something most certainly they were in god mode because yeah. it was just like but that's not is that testing anything <laughs> if you're in god mode that doesn't seem like it, it's testing what yeah you need. You well there might be testing spawned entities right yeah that was ah, what we were testing there you mm-hmm. go 
Definitely. We were trying to make sure that, like, the, I don't know if you know what G spawn is. It's basically where we've exceeded the amount of spawned entities that the game can handle. Okay. It's it's not that your computer is going to break down because you've used up too much memory. It's that the basically in the engine they've set a specific amount of entities that they're allowed to be spawned, mm-hmm. and if you go over it, G spawn. Gotcha. Is this that? Is this calculated throughout the entire game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a constant. Like if you oh, go over that at any does point, work, does this work like uh, the entity count in Black Ops? It, every Call of Duty. Okay. Yep. Then I know exactly what's going on. It, it was very common on uh, Shangri La. Freaking! What do we what do we have like ten twenty four on World at War or something like that? Yeah, but they had the issue with older Call of Duties is they had uh, spawn entities, triggers, uh, like. Uh, I think script origins. I don't think script structs, but like there was like a bunch of different entities that all caused, like they all added up to the G spawn error. But in Black Ops Three, it's only spawn entities, I believe. I think the what, other ones have a different limit. What was the thing on Shangri La? I kept crashing or something. Yeah, that's the the oh, I forget the name. It's like that uh, baby maker gun, but you know. Oh, that sounds right. It, you'd make the small zombies. You could you could G spawn with that thing. That sounds oh, very familiar to me, actually. During the old. It's a G spawn. Wait, wait. Is a G spawn the same as like a Black Ops reset? That's my what I'm trying to figure out right now. Reset. Yeah, resets. It doesn't start I the game over. I'm pretty sure it ends the game at G spawn. Oh yeah, you're gonna crash. Yeah. Okay. If it, if you are on a PlayStation Four, you're probably blue screening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, if you were on like a uh, older console, Xbox, PS3, it'll probably crash to the game's. Menu. Main menu and say G spawn. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, when I was watching that Black Ops 4 stuff happen with the blue screen, it's like, geez, like these maps do have a lot in them. Like, holy crap. Yep. Uh, <laughs> like, Blood of the Dead was huge. Oh my God. They're insane. Extremely ambitious, though. That's what I'll definitely yeah. do. Uh, Treyarch on that. I, mean, I remember getting to the Brutus fight, and we're literally in the cutscene, uh, and we G spawned. Oh. Or blue screen. It was oh. just like. We didn't even get into the fight. We just were in the cutscene. I want to know how they saw that because I remember watching a bunch of YouTubers just getting insanely pissed off. They put they put out a message saying that they added in, I assume, some sort of way of catching this stuff. But it's kind of weird because I I keep mentioning this that they don't have try catches in their GSC code. So they like a lot of times in these. like in other languages, like C plus plus and all this mm-hmm. stuff, you get you get the try catch statement, which is you you try something, you mm-hmm. catch the exception, okay, and then you deal with it. In GSC, it's kind of you get an error, you crash the game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they. I know they explained it to us, but I don't know if they publicly explained it. And I don't know. I don't think we're allowed to talk about yeah. what the crash was, but from the sentiments I'm pretty sure we can express was just like, it's far, it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, it's, oh it's just one of those things where it's like, really? It's like, and, and they're not dumb. The studio's not dumb. No. These are no. intelligent people creating this game. They get it. But it just it was one mm-hmm. of those things where it's just like, fuck. God. I kind of I just assumed like they were just like forced to keep going, you know, after that whole campaign thing mm-hmm. that went away and they just made like blackout. I was kind of expecting, like, oh, they just got forced to do a bunch of stuff really fast. Things happened. That, I yeah, I mean, uh, context switching is really bad. If you're jumping between projects really quickly, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm a software engineer. Jumping between two different projects really fast 
I, I start losing my train of thought and I make errors like really, really quickly. It's one of the worst things that, yeah, as like a developer, that you don't want that. So if they're if they're bouncing their devs between campaign uh, zombies and uh, blackout, like yeah. that's you know it's gonna take its toll. Um, the I want to talk about the environment, and then we'll get to just about anything else. You guys want to talk about the map, and then probably topic time questions. But I got Rapture vibes so goddamn hard when playing this version of the map. The old <laughs> map, you know, I felt nice, but man. Oh, I was feeling good about this. But what took me over was Elysium, I believe is what you called it. That is where I got my Atlantis vibes. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no. Oh, I want a whole map. Because I'm sitting there <laughs> when I'm playing there. I'm like, ah, you know, this is very Rapture. I love it. It's not my Atlantis, man. I'm, I've always been wanting this Atlantis map. You know, if BO5 has Atlantis, that's how you're going to get Reed to come back to zombies is with an Atlantis. Uh, yeah. But when I got in that fucking temple and then you guys dropped me in the temple, I was like, God, you, this is, <laughs> God damn, was that so good environment wise. That is, I want a whole map like that when it comes to just that Atlantis vibe. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, the I other, love that too. The other thing that caught me was your skybox. I, and I don't know, it, it, it didn't look that complicated. I feel like you cheated somehow, flipping the water, whatever, but it immersed me. I love looking at what looked like this, like you were lost at the end of the bottom of the ocean. That yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting how that's designed. It's yeah. So in most cases, you have what's called a skyblox. Yes. But if you wanted it a little bit dynamic, you can't really do that because it's a static image. Okay. So what we do is uh, I made a skybox in a sense but it's just a gradient it's just it's from a darker blue to a lighter blue okay so that way if you look right up you get some nice light blue coming in casting kind of like sunlight coming through the water yes and then way up in the air is a massive ass patch that just has a water texture on it i I, that's what i Mm. yes (laughs) i was when i was playing with juan i'm like I bet if I I wanted to no clip your map so bad, I'm like I bet if I no clip out, we're like either in a goddamn box or they've done something where they put a texture to give the effect of the water and they're hiding it up there. What what the skybox actually is? It was driving me nuts when I was playing because I'm like, it looks so good. I fucking love this. What did they do? I gotta know what they did. You could thank Chroma for that because we had one iteration of this, and he's like, it's bad. You gotta fix it. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know what? You're right. You're right. It is bad. Yeah, so we had to hide everything in mountains. You used to be able to see clouds through the water, and it was just so weird looking. That is different. It's a a sea cloud. It's one of our sea clouds. (laughs) Yeah, so... Well, I loved it. it, I loved what you did. It got got a couple overhauls, and then we got to a point where we we really like it. Yeah, but the tunnels are definitely stolen from Bioshock, though. Like, Jaybird made them, but the idea of those tunnels... Yeah, it's definitely inspired. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, but like we overhauled the tunnels quite a bit though. Like they're actual models now that uh, we created. They're they basically uh, one-to-one scale with the original. Because the original, they were created entirely in Radiant. Okay. But you kind of run into these issues where like back in the day, we hit like patch limits because there's so many uh, patches. Patches are basically flat surfaces. Okay. And then brushes are like boxes. Okay. Uh, we, we hit a limit back in the day where we hit way too many patches. Um, and it was all because of the tunnels. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, basically just recreated them in Blender uh, and just try to make them look as detailed as possible. Did you do and all I your think the animations in Blender, or did you also use like After Effects to put the whole cinematics used... together? Okay, so it's easier animation-wise to use Maya. I, I love yes. Blender. Blender is my go-to, okay. but a, a lot of the like the Call of Duty rigs and stuff like that, they have everything plug-in-wise. Mm -hmm. It's all set up for Maya. Okay. So like the things like the diver standing up out of his throne or the camera panning around the Elysium or like uh, the sub dropping into the water, like all that stuff, that was animated in Maya. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was, that was just general curiosity because of all the animation programs out there. It, I find it utterly fascinating. <laughs> But you are right. the The whole Pantheon and Elysium that's heavily inspired by like Atlantis, and that's like basically that. the it surrounds that as like an excavation team digs up an ancient structure. Yeah, that's what I could gather from Those your radios and the loading screen. Which again, love the loading screen touch, giving the classic comic book vibe feel and little details all around it. There's two loading screens actually. One of them is just kind of one we did as a fan thing that's just on Twitter. Okay, in these. Uh, we got, uh, I believe his name is Rhett Connor. Yeah. Uh, he uh, designs basically loading screens for zombies. And we uh, uh, had him design one for us, and it looks amazing. Uh, but we kind of like the original one that's in the map. Uh, I actually did a 3D render in Blender. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of weird because it's actually, the reason why it looks three-dimensional is because it's all physical <laughs> objects. <laughs> nice. It's like, okay. Whole thing takes it's like a scene on a rock with a, a map, which is basically like the the different pictures of the map, mm -hmm. as well as uh, Hex designed a comic book, as well as uh, I modeled a compass. We have the hacking device on there. We have some uh, like a starfish, like just all these little things to yes. kind of like fill it in. Yeah, no, it, it looks great. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know what? Before we get to uh, asking you guys any features. You want to maybe, or anything in particular you want to talk about the project before we move on to the Patreon questions, we should probably get the feedback, John, right? What we didn't like after I have gushed about the what fucking we didn't like. Oh, boy. <laughs> Where um, do I begin? I mean, we're still working on the map and pushing out new stuff, so if you have any feedback that we could... Or any glitches that you've been hiding from us. Yeah, why are you hiding them? <laughs> Well, no, no. So I, I'm only kidding about like, oh, where do I begin? No. So Reed and yeah. I, when we were talking about the map before the show, mm -hmm. the one thing that we really just, I think that we both agreed on was that the map is big and confusing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that people need to understand looking at the map, because it is very disorienting. Even yes. I remember working on the original and I, because I, I was just making like, specific rooms so i didn't know the layout mm -hmm. i would get lost mm -hmm. and i worked on the map yeah <laughs> damn <laughs> but it is a giant it is literally a giant circle it's a big circle biodome is the center of it mm -hmm. uh... so if you get that idea it's kind of easy to start wrapping your head around where everything is Dude, okay i knew where speed cola was i knew where it was and I couldn't get to it. It was driving me nuts just because of the it's layout. It's in the back corner of the map. Yeah. Fast crash room. Oh, my Is God. It... We, you go from I, – I couldn't remember. It's, it's almost a little like when you get to these junctions, basically. The little places where you hide out the junction was killing me. And I made the same mistakes I made in the original Leviathan where I kept opening up everything around but not power. 
I never went right. I would always go left, and I'd open the entire damn map up right before I get to power. I think at one point we were talking about potentially centralizing the power a bit more or like trying to make it a little more easy, but we just want to stick closer to the original sure. because it, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just, it, yeah, it, it was absolutely yeah. stick to the original. Yeah. The original, we, we weren't really like thinking like, yeah, we were a lot younger when we made the original, so we weren't thinking like power should be centralized and that kind of stuff. So okay. we just, we, we were just, we just went with. We wanted to make a big map, but we also wanted it to be a giant circle. Yeah. So I, like so my so my yeah. criticism of like the map was so when I found that I was playing it and I was just getting so disoriented and lost and there were moments where it's like, "Oh, the excavator's coming down. I have <laughs> no idea where the hacker is. I have no idea where the um the pads are." And if I knew, I don't think I could navigate well enough to find them. And obviously people play the map well enough and figure that yeah, out. Learn it. Um, like you, you, you learn by doing, and I would have yeah. figured out by doing as well. But there, there was, there was that moment when I first heard that come down, and I felt a sense of like overwhelming dread of like, oh god. I oh, trust me, I've had it fall on my head like three times. <laughs> yeah, and so, so like, and and I didn't want to beat you guys down for anything like that because one, I knew you were being faithful to the original, mm-hmm. and. Two, these are things you pick up over time as you play it more. So it makes sense. So like, yeah, no, the map was big and disorienting, but like that's not something to kill you over. Definitely not. There were some like minor minor uh, changes to the map. Uh, certain rooms were Complete. redesigned. Yeah. Uh, Hex did a lot of the redesigns for rooms, which are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was also small things like uh, dwarf door widths were way too small in the original. People would get stuck on them all the time. Mm. So everything's a double door. Nice. Mm. Um, and then, for instance, the power in the old map mm-hmm. had this tiny little catwalk that you'd have to go around the corner to hit power. Mm-hmm. So it was even harder to find back on World at War. Mm-hmm. And you'd get stuck on there. Only one player could fit on the catwalk. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I think Lex so asked a very important question. How many Noctaron totems and DUs is Leviathan? How many inside like would fit inside Leviathan? Nox? Uh, are you are you uh, familiar with are you familiar with this meme? No. no. <laughs> I've seen I've seen this on like the Kazami subreddit a decent bit. Basically using Nox as a unit of measurement. <laughs> how many Nox is your map? I'm trying to I'm trying to remember how far it, like how long Nox is right now. It's like, really not that big. It's just a little bit of an L shape, yeah. right? That's why it's that's why it's a great unit of measurement. I feel like Nox could almost fit in reception with locker room. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be three I, w- I want to say at least three long. So one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two. Oh god, we're getting the math. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, trying to for us I'm, trying to, show. I'm actually trying to fit them in. <laughs> I imagine it's a lot. Well, you guys, you guys, you guys talk. I'm gonna actually do the math for this. Oh boy, oh boy, okay. well, Lex, you're getting. I, I'm pretty sure Lex asked that question as a meme, but you're getting the answer. So what I want to suggest <laughs> is potentially with these Oops. the confusion of it, and do whatever the hell you want. You're devs, all right. This is just feedback. Who gives a fuck what I think? But. Just for what the purpose is like in Treyarch maps, I found the same issue I had with Leviathan I had with nine is is the bottom circle of nine 
I especially around launch and even to this day at some point, I just get freaking lost. I want to get to the bench. I want to get to the workbench. I know Zeus and uh, Odin are on this side. I know uh, Danu and Ra are on this side. And then I'll run the goddamn circle and I'll always go the wrong longest way to get to the shield bench, which is extremely frustrating. And one of the problems I have is both sides end up looking the same. Like the greenery that I'm like, oh, associating with Danu shows up on both sides. One more obvious than the other, and that one's more Danu. Um, so I'm, whether it be lighting or maybe something significant or coloring, people might be able to go like, oh, that's green side. Green side versus red side. Red side helps is power side, and I can get over that. And it only has to be like a certain door or a certain room. Something to <clears> distinguish <throat> that path, whether you play with colors or signs, which I, I saw you have signs, but when I'm looking at the titles of the signs, I'm sitting there like, what the heck is scrubbing room? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm gonna die. What the fuck? Is we did happen? have signs in the original. We were gonna do signs too in this one. I thought we, we had might. signs above all the original doors, but in this one, it was just like, ah, do yeah. we really want to go through the effort of making all those models? Agreed. Agreed. So I, I think there's definitely somewhere for you guys to find in your creative realm that little optimization to help guide the players a little more through the maps room to room that like invisible hand that Treyarch seems to put in a lot of their maps that you go like I'm just imagining well, like, like I'm just imagining now we like design this like a hospital it's got like the little lines on the ground <laughs> yeah, showing yes. you, oh you need to get to the washroom you know follow this line <laughs> to now, be fair cafeteria does have that and and also to be fair if you're going for a hard map and your perspective is I don't, fuck the players. I want it to be hard. I want them to get lost. <laughs> oh, so you mean Pie Man's perspective? <laughs> yeah. So that is something like also noted. I, I don't want to be ignorant if that is the uh, intention, but I think for players not to get lost, I mean, even the, the split when I'm trying to run, I Juan died at one point and I know the layout. Normally I can pick this stuff up, but as soon as I exit out and you're underwater and you can go up to the cafeteria to get out of the water... Um, mm -hmm. But if I'll run to the right and I'll end up at the box location, I'm like, shit, no, I need to get back into Levi the, the area, the compound to get to them. And then I'll run over to uh, the left side and I end up by PhD. I'm like, it's another hour to get to him from here. So it's like it's it's like starting a new job in a big uh, company. You don't yes. have no idea where you're going. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you again, know where you want to be, but the yeah. round there is not clear. Right. And after two games, though, I imagine, again, with more games, the more you play, the easier it is to learn the map. The only problem with that is um, you, you're not going to grip custom PC people to want to give it that chance. They're going to get oh, lost yeah. and be like, fuck this, I'm out. Where a Treyarch game can get away with that. That's more of the privileges the giant studio has over a custom PC map. Now that I'm thinking, it'd be kind of cool to, you know how in Bioshock they give you that little arrow above your head that shows you where you have to go? Yeah. It'd be cool if that popped up when a player went down and it just guides you to them. That'd be kind of funny. Now that that's really interesting. You know what? That would probably be crazy to script. Probably. Shows you like the shortest route there. Yeah. I'm thinking about that and I'm yeah, like, Yeah, think Hex, about that as no. a perk. That is oh, an yeah. interesting idea. Put it out there. I don't know, because that, that could get annoying. You ever 100%. try Vulturade? <laughs> 100%. But at least a really interesting concept. Really neat. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, that's no, right. the glowing uh, mechanic with the players. I think that's oh, it's you can see through the walls. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's fair. But even though it's still, if your match, map is a son of a bitch to navigate, I can see them. Can't get to them. I, 
they also did that in Black Ops 4. They show like uh, the name of the area you're in at the top left corner. True. I also have to point out, like, it is really rewarding when you do know all the little jump spots and whatnot. Absolutely. Because then it's just like you feel like a master of like flying through the air, like take a jump pad, you know, I know exactly where I need to go to, to get to you. It's like, if I go through this one door, take this jump pad and boom, I'm there. Yes. And that is definitely the reward for getting deep into this map. Um, if you guys didn't have the teleporter pads, I would have lost my mind with your, <laughs> I, I mean, it gets so big at that point. Once you really get the power on everything going, it's like, this is crazy. It comes in. So need it. It's, it's you know what this makes me think? Yeah. This makes me think that we need to add an old perk of ours called Porternade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's basically you chuck a grenade wherever it lands, you teleport there. Oh. It that was, was, it was it's done like really well. Like Ender Eyes. Yeah. Um, we did it back on, well, it was back on Hi. Hexes and Pie Man's uh, map Ragnarok back in world of war and it was done insanely well yeah i love the idea but don't you think that'd be really easy to break and then create a million headaches no he he did it per, i don't know how you did it pi but he nobody ever broke it and this is on world of war the only issues i could see is potential getting out of the map things but a lot yeah, of that is you I mean. just a lot so, of that is you just check the zone you check to yeah. see the grades in the zone and then boom you're good if your zone's really tight like ragnarok was like nobody ever got out I don't know you what that better than me. That yeah. was just my first thought of it. it's like I bet there's a, like people would find a million ways to throw it, and then I, one of them would get them out. Or Exo zombies. They had the same equipment. Remember, yeah. you could teleport out uh, of the map. Yep. And mm -hmm. Yeah, you're I right. I didn't see a lot of glitches with that. Yeah, right. it's it's basically just a zone thing. That's I think as so long as so long as it's coded properly and you got some nice zones, I think I think it's <laughs> a viable get the good zones. I love yeah. That. You can also, you can also check that you're not in a, a clip and not inside a model and. Yeah. Yeah. You get the closest position on the nav mesh. Any other feedback, John, that you had? No, that was my only bit of feedback. It was just yeah. I felt the map, the map, the map at at some points felt just like overwhelmingly big. But other than that, like, but that also comes with time. Exactly. Even we are, we, also, we are also very aware of the whole FPS issue, though. I, you know, yeah. I was going to bring up my two yep. things where I had an optimization. I'm playing at a, I have a monitor that refreshes at 144. I was playing at 120, I believe. And I was having some optimization issues, but like, are you kidding me? Like I, COD has optimization issues. I don't expect a mod to have that shit solved with such a large map. That's where it's going to, the problem's going to come. And you talked about earlier, it's some things aren't spawning or, or aren't despawning. That's exactly yeah. where it's coming from. Yeah. So, uh, but, about our solution like mm -hmm. like i want to like mm -hmm. i want to, to play it and see what it's like with the but uh even the stuff in it, and then i mean hopefully we can get some real gains we were told i think daber was told uh, that their umbra tools are very bad in black ops 3 okay even iw uses the umbra tools as well and they knew that it was so bad that they left in the older version of calling stuff out because Umbra is just, it's this third party Man. tool that despawns stuff when you're like looking through holes and, or looking at walls and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not very well done in our opinion. Sure. In most people's opinion. And I'm sure they don't even use it now. Well, yeah, yeah, I think I think Treyarch has coded their own system now, they, I believe. I'm, I'm certain they have. I'm pretty damn confident. I think it was just Black Ops 3 and yeah. then Black Ops 4, they're like, we're not using that. 
Yeah, it's um, pretty bad in Black Ops 3. Do you guys know Horizon Zero Dawn, that video game? Yeah. Yep. Um, did you ever see their behind the scenes about how they coded some of their game? I saw some of some documentary. I, I heard something about like when you're whenever you're looking straight, whatever's behind you is just completely not even there. It's yeah. not even rendered. Yeah. So it's crazy. That engine. I was curious if you guys knew anything about that engine, because when I saw that, I was just like, that's crazy. We're just like, yeah. the world is despawning. As you yeah, it's, it's huge. <laughs> I'd be curious how accurate it is because what if you have a situation where you have a model or a surface that wraps from in your view to behind you? So like if you had a building and you modeled that building and it's one model, you can't just get rid of the model because it's behind you because it's also maybe partially on the corner of your screen. Else you just all of a sudden the the, the building just pops out of existence. So it's either... It's either they're doing similar thing to what everybody else is doing, where you know, Call of Duty does that. If it's behind you, they try to de-render it as well. That's the Umber system. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd be curious to know if they actually break the model into pieces during the rendering process mm-hmm. and then get rid of it. Because I saw this insane thing that just one guy uh, was making his own game engine. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the guy's name. Sorry for not remembering it, but basically he was showing how crazy his calling system was. He had a rock that it was just a rock model, so it was completely 360 degrees. You could look at the rock from any angle. It's a rock. Mm-hmm. Place it partially into the ground. Every bit of it that's in the ground mm-hmm. now doesn't exist. That's cool. Now, Call of Duty does not have that not at that. all. Yeah. It, the model's there. 100% of it's there. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge that's, thing that's way less stress on the game. That yeah. sort of tech, I think, is what's going to be in Unreal Five. Yeah, definitely. That's exciting. they're like they have that nanite technology that they were showing off. Yeah, that's that stuff is like, oh my god, that's tasty. Okay, we will get to that. <laughs> Let's get to the topic time questions, and then after topic time, we're going to talk about the future of all three of you and what your plans are because it sounds like this is the final modded zombie map you guys are going to be working on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, first topic time uh, comes from Orange Man from. He says, "I wonder if there are any considerations when developing a map for split screen or co-op. The heavy lifting is probably done by the engine, but what considerations are made for custom map split screen development? Likely UI considerations at the most, as I've had a map or two display perks incorrectly on dual screens. Just a question. I don't feel gets asked a lot. That's I, I think." <laughs> Like the whole perks not aligning and whatnot. A lot of times, what end up what people end up doing is they just put like an icon and they're like, "Oh, we want it this many pixels off of the bottom left of the screen," sort of thing. And you know, you run into this issue where if you're doing a split screen, is it relative to the second player screen? Is it relative to the first player screen? And it kind of throws it off. And then you also have like the aspect ratios throw things off too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an ultra wide monitor, and Call of Duty's on. Older, like older Call of Duties, they like stretch like crazy, mm-hmm. and that looked pretty bad. But yeah, with the whole, uh, I think the whole thing with like split screen, I think a lot of people do overlook that uh, because I don't That's think they use that often. Yeah, it's not even even when you think about like uh, playing split screen. Like back in the day, people used to play it all the time. You get the land parties going and whatnot. But like, I think it's just kind of died off a little bit, and it's kind of overlooked. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really has. Yeah, especially in the zombies community, because we just think about playing online with our buddies. Hundred percent. 
We I used I to do split screen so much. So I did much. for Halo Two. Mm-hmm. I used to do LAN parties at home all the time, and you didn't have to buy four consoles. It eventually yeah. went that way, where everyone just brought their consoles over, so we could yeah. all have our own monitor and our own screen. But back in the day, we had a fifty-five inch TV, and everybody for played split screen. Days. Yeah, yeah. How four dare people you? On it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question, Captain Murphy asks, uh, is it possible coding-wise to make the Easter egg scientist escort step easier on Solo? Um, or is what you code have to be the same for the Solo as for a team? I'm asking because I'm struggling with that step on Solo, even with the best weapons and specialists. Also, do you offer do you offer a layout of the map to download? It's such a great map. Thanks. We, we do have a layout a picture, don't we? We have like drawn out layout, but um, the solo thing. Yeah. We realized that was really hard. We saw uh, Lex play it because he was having a tough time. I, I, I don't know how you can really get around that besides like having something that holds a zombie. And we were talking about that before. Yeah. It's, it's tough because as a solo player, your best option is to, you know, take the legs off a zombie, make him a crawler. But as soon as you start getting too far away, they're going to despawn. They're going to come back as a runner. Yeah. Can we can we share this layout picture you sent? Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, just credit to Radymax. He's the one. Yeah. Who drew he Radymax was actually uh, one of the level designers on the original Leviathan with us. Um, I guess uh, he just was too busy and whatnot to uh, participate in the remaster, but. You know, full credit to him when it comes to a lot of the layout design. Yeah, the layout he, was basically him putting it together. Yeah, he definitely had a lot of uh, like effort put into like uh, mapping. Like he was probably considered the lead mapper of the original project. But we will definitely because we've noticed the whole solo, you know, step with Doctor Zav. It is, it, it is possible that we can scale things and make things easier. We are definitely open to taking. Uh, any feedback from people, like if they have any suggestions. It, uh, one option is we scale down the amount of leapers that spawn in during that. Um, but as for the zombie aspect, they're probably going to stay the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't touch the zombies. Like you can, here's a little secret. Like you can just hold one zombie at the end and just yeah. run around. Yeah. I, I saw one person uh, hold one zombie and he kept them like partially away from Dr. Zav so he doesn't start hitting Zav. And so he'd like stay close enough to Zav to get him moving, but clo- uh, keep the zombie Before he kind of falls, away yeah. from him. And then if Zav did get knocked down, don't kill the zombie, you know, let him knock him completely down, pull the zombie away, revive him, and then just keep going. You know, there's, there's tactics you can do. It's not the most elegant thing, but yeah. Uh, next question. AHL says, bring it back an old one. Uh, but can like you guys partially away from Dr. Zav so he doesn't start hitting Zav? Much love. Uh, oh, I've got this. So Hold on. I remember. Stay close enough to Zav to get him moving. But Magical close, fun uh, time waterfall. Before he gets away from him. Don't kill the zombie. You know, What's happening? Let him knock that, him completely. That's the name down. of our, Pull our zombie uh, away, Discord. Revive him and then just keep going. You know, Our Discord, we have like a private Discord for the Leviathan team and the beta testers thing. And it's called. Magical fun time waterhole. Uh, HL says, bring it back an old Wait, one. Wait, okay. Time water. My bad. It's waterhole. Water. Word, two words. Two words. Fun time waterhole. Yeah, separate. Oh, no, no. I can't, I can't count, so never mind. Yeah. <laughs> fun time waterhole. 
I mean, that, fit, that fits fine. Yeah, it, it works. It works. It works. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I can't count anyways. There we go. Uh, next one. Uh, Cheese Puff says, question for y'all. Uh, what is your favorite map? What is your favorite method in a map to unlock Pack-A-Punch? And to the devs, how many ideas did you go through until you settled on jumping into the submarine? And what finally made you decide that? That was, that's Pie Man. That was all Pie Man. But it's all, it's all based on Call of the Dead with the whole moving system. Mm-hmm. It would have been cool if we could have had the actual subroom moving around. You look yeah. out like the windows or something. That was the idea, but that's kind of hard. We, we put these cameras on the sub in the new one, and it was really cool. You could see through like the windows and whatnot, but then it just tanked performance because now you got this camera flying around the map, rendering everything. Yeah. So that that wasn't very good. But it's, yeah. definitely, it's definitely based off Call of the Dead's moving pack a punch. Yeah, so I'd probably say Call of the Dead. But I, I, that's all Pie Man. That's Pie Man coming up with like a really cool idea like that. Yeah, and that was like young me too, because it was a that was from the original too. So it was, that was that's high, that's high school pre pothead Pie Man. That's like six years ago. Not talk about that. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> talk about that. Oh, God. Um, but okay, so I guess, I guess then also going to the other part of his question, favorite method to unlock pack a punch. I think that's just like in general. Oh, I never, I never really liked the whole idea of unlocking pack a punch. I don't know. That's just me. I like, I like the pack a punch just there, or like having a cool little thing like called that where it spawns mm-hmm. in different locations, or like, like Shangri-La. Shangri-La was cool. I like that. Like they don't yeah. necessarily need to be unlocked. Like you could just always have like a cool way to access. Yeah, right? yeah. Like the Shangri-La when you step on the pads, that was cool. That was fun and short. Doesn't have to be like, oh, you got to do this and this and this and this. Co-op, and that. Yeah, for yeah. solo yeah. players, like it's fun. Right. For co-op people, who grind their face to the ground. Yeah, just step I, on it, please. I just, they should have made it so that, that you could have just walked around and hit the buttons yourself. I agree. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big believer in like one, maybe two step pack. Yeah, I don't get why there's like 40 different steps just to get the pack. It's all about presentation. I mean, yeah. what you guys yeah. were describing to me, I just thought how cool it would be if you go up onto like a pad and the water thing shoots you up sort of like a geyser, but you're floating on like a rock up to where Pack-A-Punch is up at some place and it's covered in some, you know, Atlantean. I'm thinking Atlantis. You had me thinking Atlantis. So shoot you up to a higher <laughs> ledge, and it's all this greenery and overgrowth, seaweeds on there. Pack is right there. It's presentation. See, that would be cool. cool. Yeah. If you know pro- what? If I were to pick one right now, it'd be Kino. I love the fact that you are above the map. Yeah. Sure. And you get to like you get this kind of safety zone, and then you get to experience like like the map from a different angle. You get like this different perspective. It's yeah. like, oh, wow, you're actually up in like the projector room. It, Black I Ops, just thought that was really cool. Black Ops 1 nailed it. You're right. Like presentation, the way they did it, like Shangri-La and Kino, it was just awesome. Moon. Take your Moon, seat. oh my God, yeah. Yeah. I love Ascension though. Ascension's my favorite with the rocket mm-hmm. taking off. And... Mm-hmm. All right, next one. Uh, Magna Cloud 15 says, I've just passed Tuesday. Oh, just this past Tuesday, I've gotten my first gaming PC and custom zombie maps and mods was so exciting and intriguing to hear. And then to see the Leviathan trailer, I was even more excited to get on PC. My question for the guys is, what map personally did you pull your ideas or inspiration from when we remastering Leviathan? And what were your personal favorite maps made by Treyarch? Uh, Yeah, I know. I 
the original was a lot. Of, I was basically underwater moon. Like people call this underwater moon. That's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, I it love is. Moon's moon. awesome. I loved moon when it originally came out. I love the excavators. I just thought they were so cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need to put those in a map. And that was once again, 14 year old high school mate, or I don't know how. <laughs> However old I was back then. I um, love Ascension. Then, Ascension's awesome. So yeah, so so Moon was a lot of big inspiration for the original. And then for the remaster, I think the biggest inspiration was the original. But um, And then a lot of the, the three maps we added, like the time trials and the... the uh, oh, shit, yeah. I didn't even talk stuff. about the time trials and the challenges. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that, that was, that was something that I thought... By Black Ops 1. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of ways that we could add replayability probably, I don't know, I'd say maybe like five or six months ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things that came to mind was the trials that Gorod uh, and Zetsubo and Revelations have. And so I was thinking like, you know, it'd be pretty cool. We just have something like that kicking around the map. It gives you a little extra thing to do, mm-hmm. but let's not tie it into the Easter egg, you know, because I know a lot of people kind of had a lot of gripes with the Good Gorod call. Easter egg. Good mm. call. <laughs> so we and then like it was just kind of like a little thing you know it gives you that little bit of extra uh just challenge to the map like if you wanted to like one of the challenges the third tier one that gets you a free perk mm-hmm. is like survive five rounds in a specific location on the map that is <laughs> that is tough like it, you, you do that too late in the match mm-hmm. you're, you're stuck in the locker room for five rounds on round 30 that's insane yeah yep. good luck you gotta do some plan with that one. And then the other thing was the the time trials uh, to get the melee weapons. Yeah, it was cool. a lot of people only got the wrench, and I understand why because it's super easy to get. But you can there's actually four melee weapons that you can get from that. Dope. Yeah. There's the spade, the malice, and the katana. Oh, that's yep. Cool. God, so much in this map, guys. It's. But I'm to answer your question, everything's pretty much inspired by Black Ops One. Like we love Black Ops One. Yeah remastered all the weapons that took me like a full year to do yeah okay so that's why i want to point out how the models looked so goddamn good and juan point out to me that you remastered them so i was like this doesn't look like a port the any of these models oh my god i that's all i don't, I don't, I don't want to do them anymore yeah. what goes into remastering a gun is that building it from scratch from the model to the textures or what it goes into that depended on how bad the model was Coming out of Black Ops yeah. One, and they if, had some of the models from Black Ops Three for that. If but. it really, really needed a full remaster, some of them were from the ground up. Uh, other ones, were, like all of them, were remodeled. But like it'd be like I'd use the base, and then kind of like, oh, this is not. We don't want it as jaggy, uh, jagged ed- edges anymore. Or for instance, a lot of the uh, Black Ops One models have all their detail in the texture. So it'll be like you see all these bolts or like grooves or like holes, like all these little things didn't exist on the uh, original model. So I had to go in and like cut out these holes and grooves, add bolts. So it was like a lot of little details that I had to go in for every single gun. Have you guys heard anything from any of the developers? Have any of them just passively said anything to you about this map? Or- we have a couple friends at Treyarch, actually. It says, that's what I'm asking. So did any of them give you any feedback on this? Because I, oh, I- of course. Oh, yeah. Lots. They uh, they gave us feedback on like how to like improve certain things. Oh, and legit tips. Besides just being like, you guys are fucking killing it. How to, how to promote shout it. Out, shout out to Corn- Cornrow Wallace James. Mm-hmm. He 
helped out with like a whole bunch of issues that we were having in the map. Like for instance, mm -hmm. we had uh, an issue in, in Elysium where the zombies couldn't actually walk up the ramp because mm -hmm. it's such a weird shape. It's a it's a circular staircase going like it's mm -hmm. up to a circle platform. That's tough to actually do collision. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so he actually did the the clipping for that, so which was really nice. That's awesome. Wow, that's, oh, yeah. that's so exciting. But yeah, he actually was telling us that he's going around showing everybody the trailer. Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, that's awesome. Uh, Chroma was showing off to one of his friends from uh, Treyarch. They were getting help with David Bonderhar. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his guys, best buddy. What you guys have done between you, Chroma. You three, when I mean say you, you three, Chroma. I mean, this has to get some attention from the people working on these games. I, I hope the very best for all of you in this. If this doesn't get them to start reaching out and saying like, hey, hey, you should uh, you should make some games for us. I don't know, man. This is like the best portfolio audition you could have. It's like, yeah, we what, made your game. It's like What we're really hoping this does is kind of push them back towards like, black ops one style mm -hmm. almost you know because yeah. black ops four like if you look at the ui on that that's nuts yeah, what I they agree. have on that game I that's crazy that you can't yeah, see anything on the screen i agree yeah. I, 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 I think black ops like and black ops 2 had like an era of zombies that is yeah. just like untouchable now mm -hmm. you know we're even hoping that hey they remake leviathan themselves <laughs> yeah. yeah if they, if they want to have that file a lot of people want this on console that would be dope. That would be extremely dope. But I know legal would be super. Yeah, super yeah. Up Copyright. <laughs> I mean, technically, they own it. Yeah. Anything that we create, anything we create in the tools, they own. Yeah. That's fascinating. That would be interesting. Mm -hmm. That would uh, be next. Really yeah. something for the community. Sorry. Continue, John. No. Uh, Oaktie Geek said uh, first and foremost, John. It's. Good to be back. Uh, really digging that hair. Thank you. The quarantine hair is getting wild. Uh, he says, my question to developers is, what's the, like the relationship between Easter egg design and lore and story? Do you write the story first, design the steps first, or create story cues from there? Overall, your Easter egg was fantastic. And thank you guys for giving me another Black Ops 3 experience. I think it kind of goes hand in hand with each other because you yeah, have they all sort of happen at the same time yeah uh i think like if you're designing a step it kind of creates a story element but then maybe you have a specific point that you want to get across and that inspires a step so you know it goes back and forth so i guess a good example of that is in the original we didn't have this power off step mm -hmm. but we thought it was like a really cool idea to do something like this mm -hmm. And it drove the story. Dr. Wells was like, oh, my God, the power went out. Like, you know, he's explaining, like, how it's, like, terrible. Like, his pod's basically getting shut down. Yeah. But, um, but then there's other things where, you know, we wanted specific story aspects to drive the Easter egg itself. Oh, Jay, I got a good one. I, um, I remade Samantha's room, and I hid it in the map because they were going to do side Easter eggs that they were going to code and hide from each other. And I can't code. So I hid something in the map that I, I tried to hide from Jaybird, but it's kind of hard to hide something from a compile. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I like the map, so eventually so, I'm going to find it. Yeah, eventually he found it, but I made Samantha's room and I hid it inside the map. And I thought I could go in there and hide in the map and they just have them look for me. But eventually they found it and he incorporated it into the, uh, the mannequin room. Yeah, yeah that's I where like you get that your too. masks. That's such a good um, touch. 
It was really funny though, because like when Hex snuck that in the map file, I was just like one day I was just like going around clean some like trim up like at a door, and I'm like, oh, I need to like hawk the back side of this door so uh, it doesn't render the other side. And I go through the door, I'm like, what the hell is this? What is this? <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. So he like he snuck it in there. I didn't even know about it. It was really funny. That's amazing. Uh, last question comes from Joe E slash Mr. Burger. He says, good evening, all no question. Just congrats on the release of Leviathan. Uh, a beautiful remaster of an already beautiful map. Reading John, a pleasure as always. Hey, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. Thank we got a lot of the donations. So we, yeah, uh, that was a uh, topic time. We got a bunch of these to run through and then we'll just be about wrapping up. Well, maybe not, depending on how much we get to talk about your future plans. But Delta donates. Oh, no. First, David donates two hours ago. Um, oh, my God. We have been running a beautiful podcast tonight. Uh, anyway, what's going on, everyone and Zombros? Tell us what happened, Johnny. Please, what's your take on eye-colored zombies? Do you think we will get some clarification of it? Also, don't leave, read, please. Um Blah, blah, blah. That was a dense one. I know. It asked for a <laughs> bunch of information. The first thing is like, just go watch last week or go look at John's Twitter. We don't need to get into it. Oh uh, yeah. I, I don't it's, it's not worth the time. I'm I guarantee you it's not worth the time. It's such a joke. It's not worth the time, but I want to make a proper statement because the first one was just me having fun at the beginning of the show. Okay. Um, and I'll clue you guys in more after the fact. Um, like you guys as in like Jaybird and uh Hex and all in all, all, all you guys. Um, basically I, we were talking about world record runs last week and I had mistakenly said that Kino was one of the easier maps to make it to the high rounds on. And I knew that Kino was difficult, but I was totally in the wrong to say that it was one of the easier. Cause actually most of the world record community considers it the hardest. So I was completely wrong. I thought I was educated on the matter, but clearly I wasn't as educated as I should have been. Uh, when it comes to making world record videos, I'm making continuous strides to get more and more accurate as they go on. Mm -hmm. I'm working on that. Sorry, I messed up last week, but all I just asked is people in the world record community try to be a little bit more mature and a little bit more patient, <laughs> and I'm more than happy to work with you guys. So, caveat. Yeah. John also said maybe. 30 seconds later, I'm probably wrong about this. Double caveat from my perspective, I'm also his friend and completely biased. <laughs> but they were upset because John said Kino Der Toten wasn't a hard high round run. It is, though. It is. It is. Wouldn't the sense be, be one of the easiest ones? True. Yes, but but like just I'm actually I'm not even I'm not even gonna comment no, no, on no, that. No, 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 yeah, forget it. I don't <laughs> know. Actually, I have no idea. I'm out of my depths. But the, are being dug right now. The, the point I'm making is, from an outsider of this community, what a strange hill to die on that Joe Blow goes and says this this map is harder than this map. I mean, <laughs> like to me, that's the I like red. I like blue. Oh, but I like red. Obviously not to agree. Do, do you guys get harassed about that kind of stuff? <laughs> not really. I mean, not really. I mean, that's why this was such a strange. Oh, no, no, they were they, yeah. were they were just they were just like individual trolls and that were giving typical, me a tough time last things. week. So it's and like, you know, whatever. take it in stride as it is what it is. But just like, I mean, 
it is no disrespect to and the people that do accomplish it weren't even offended and they totally got it it's just those those outliers and you're just like how why how is this uh, what (laughs) it's almost like uh, in sporting when someone just like yeah the 1927 yankees could totally beat this other team it's like dude shut who cares like Whatever, dude. Babe Ruth can beat Michael Jordan. Exactly. It's like, (laughs) okay, you go. Who cares what you think? (laughs) Next donation. Oh, what else was there? Um, Take an eye color in zombies. That's been awful. I never want to hear about that again. That's part of the redconning convolutedness that I just let somebody more intelligent than me or more deeper in the lore of zombies let you know what the eye color means because it's past me at this point. No, uh, Samantha's yellow and was at one point, and then Rick yeah, was blue. Was blue and and out, but what about red? Red, is, red, is, red um, and white, Monty supposedly. Alter- yeah, red is the alternate dimension. Okay, sure. Because <laughs> you get pres- whatever you say, Hex. Alternates. Oh no, red is Mob of the Dead. Yeah, that's it's, the hell it's a, dimension. It's Mob. But, it's also but, a knock. It's also in Go Red Crovy. I thought knocked was also in the hell dimension. I, I meant or. Not knock. You're I talking red knock, right? Red knock. That's what I meant. <laughs> I can't believe I just went straight knock on that. Uh, oh, never mind. It is kind of convoluted. Though. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Well, their whole, their I bet whole you story was kind of like written. Like, well, no, it's their whole story is kind of just built up through different kind of things that other people have done, like Jimmy Zelinsky, mm-hmm. Blundell, Vonderhaar. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like their their story is like a Jenga tower that's yeah. been going on for a little too long and somehow hasn't fallen over. It's it's like the uh, Terminator timeline. They just keep resetting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh okay, so we got that. We got that. Do you think we get some clarification of it? Maybe. Um Asteroid Delta donates a shit ton. Forty dollar donation tonight, my guy. That is oh, way shit. too much. I remember on launch, me and my friends played this map for over four hours trying to get the Easter egg and trying to hunt for it. Thank you for the de- thank you to the devs for a great experience. Thank you, Rhea and John, for having them on. Hashtag remaster die rise. <laughs> oh. everybody does that actually thank you very much for the very generous donation at delta you've been a wonderful friend for a very long time with the show of both me and john and um I, that's exciting to hear it's it's awesome to see that something you guys worked really hard on I, I hope you're proud of this because you clearly got a lot of people excited especially in a very dark time when a lot of people need some escapism and it just sort of lined up that way but like this map has definitely made a difference in a week and a bunch of people's lives, which is really cool. People are going to remember this custom map as one of their favorite or one of the best custom maps for the rest of their life in zombies. And that's, that's so cool. It's like, something else. I just want to, I just want to make sure the fruits is good. Like, yeah, that's, okay. I saw all the comments on the first day and I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> like the more people that we can get being able to play the map, the better. I mean, it sucks that a lot of people that don't have the best PCs out there yeah. are suffering with fps issues so you know we're looking into these things we do care we're trying to make sure that everybody can play it that's awesome to hear i'm sure a lot of players appreciate that spins rocks donates ten dollars and says just want to say thank you for all the years of great content and support you have given me you have genuinely made my life better and i will forever appreciate that i'm excited for the last month thank you very much spins rocks and i'll make a statement at the end of the podcast for my announcement that happened this week in case you guys missed the video uh, the Warriors925 donates $20. I feel like I'm dying. My God, with these donations. Reed, hope you get into the program that you're trying to get into. Hope to see you back, though, if the next game is good. Best of luck to you and your future. 
Thank you very much, the Warrior925. And again, the Warrior925 donates. Should should have mentioned Johnny too. Laugh out loud. I will continue to watch all your YouTube videos and support you as well. Best of luck with your channel as well. And then I say Pwn donates. Oh, that's a classic. Congratulations. Let's do Kip. Oh, yeah, you know. No, no, no. I say Pwn. No, 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 no. This is I say Pwn. Sorry. This, but this is a guy from the modding community. Yeah, I recognize him. He's I right. do recognize his name. Hell yeah. Congratulations to Jaybird and the Leviathan team. You guys knocked it out of the park. I want to ask, what custom maps coming are you looking forward to into the future? Leviathan team and Reed slash John. Also, opinions on the state of the mining community. Um, well, I think the mining community is having a beautiful renaissance right now. Great Black Ops 3. The state maps. of the mining community is strong. Um, with that said, I'm not. Leviathan was the last thing I was looking forward to. I gotta be honest. Uh, now that you guys brought it up, I'm looking forward to whatever Die Rise remake is coming up. God, I see you kind of curious. <laughs> Do you know who you are talking to? <laughs> Damn, I am Mister Remaster Die Rise. I, we have people on there that have like been remastering uh, room no. by room. I yeah, yeah. I, I I've been watching. I'm aware. I'm actually a pretty big fan of Die Rise. So is Jaybird. I, mm -hmm. I'm. I may or may not be starting a big push over the next month to get Die Rise remastered. Um, I may or may not have recently written a Twitter bot to tweet every day that Die Rise hasn't been remastered. I know Pi. I know. I don't know if Pi, if you like it or not. I know the Jumping Jacks. He's the one that made those for ours. So I guess he must like Die Rise yeah. in some sense. <laughs> I love the map on the bus. The, the leapers were really, really. I just love that everything was upside down. Your leapers by far outperformed those. Like, the, did, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Pie Man's leapers have like a trail effect where you can see like a phase of the leaper behind him. So you can see like almost like the leaper pauses like partway through time, yeah. almost phasing through the air. It's yeah, yeah. so crazy. I did yeah, see that, but yeah. I also had a really them, hard time hitting them. We yeah, I mean, the quantum leapers. I mean, if you're not shitting yourself trying to run away from them, but have a good look if you can. <laughs> um, and we got another donation in chat from David again, I believe, the super chat that just went through. Thanks for answering my question. Die Rise Remaster should have purple eyes XD um, and PSOP. All right, so that wraps up the donations. Now I want to talk about to you guys um, what your future plans are. This, from what I heard, is your last custom zombies map. What do you guys plan on doing next? Oh, I'm deleting Radiant like as soon as this is over. <laughs> I kind of have to keep it on my computer yeah. for a little bit so I can support the map. But this sure. thing I mean, has been like a menace on my computer for the past like ten years. I mean, our big plan though is now that we're going to be officially done making zombies maps, we want to move into something bigger and better. Okay. We're going to make our own game. Okay. Do you? <laughs> that's what I thought I heard. That's amazing to hear. Do you have any idea of what the game's going to be like? Do you? I heard you were going to use Unreal Engine. Is there anything you want to talk about for that? That's exciting. Obviously, you yeah, want to keep no, as much uh, as you can quiet sure. like you did with Leviathan. Yeah, but well, like, can you? What do you want to I say mean, about it? Really early. We want to do an FPS game, but like most, we've been mostly, fo yeah, we've been mostly focused on Leviathan, and we need to, to do a little more on it. And sure. then go over to UE4, like you need to... But yeah, definitely an FPS. Yeah, an FPS game with uh, uh, net, make, making sure everything's networked so that way if, uh, uh, thinking, if in the future we can go uh, we're, even further. We're thinking of keeping it small at first. Maybe maybe do two parts. We're not sure. Mm -hmm. Everything's still up in the air. We, we haven't right. put anything 
but we we do know that we want to make something that's our own. That's exciting. Yeah. Like it, it's nice that we get to make all these little maps in the modding community, mm-hmm. but I think it's kind of like one of those things like we've been doing this so long. Why don't we do something that we know that we know we have the ability to do this. It's just the time. And we like the thing that I brought up before, if you put the time and effort into doing something, you can do it. Yeah. I, I feel like, and I we are definitely that. starting small though. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to keep it small at first. And if it can, go from anywhere from there, then we might. We'll see how it goes. That's exciting. That's really darn exciting to hear, and that's where it all starts. I don't know how many indie devs I met at PAX East where their games are only a few hours long, but that's what you got to start with when you're three people. You don't sell. You don't have a budget of a billion dollars for a Call of Duty game. And by the way, Call of Duty is basically the number one earning game in all the gaming, in the paid gaming industry, not free-to-play, not Battle Royales. And let's just remove the Battle Royales for the past couple of years. Consistently, over the past 15 to 20 years, Activision has been able to have these gigantic movie style budgets for Call of Duty. There's next oh, yeah. to no games besides like Grand Theft Auto or um, what Project CD Red has been able to put out. Those are ver- those are rarities to be able to get these massive budgets and huge teams to make these all-star games. So I, I mean, think- you've seen the the Ghost trailer, right? They had the they hired the guy from Traffic or whatever they even yeah. did. Yeah. I say they hired the writer. It's insane. From the writer who wrote the Academy Award-winning Traffic. It's it's oh shit. So it's like, I, I think that's very mature of all three of you to be like, we're going to start out small. We know the core mechanics of what we want to do. And I encourage everybody to follow all three of the devs of the Leviathan team through their journey. I know I'll be keeping up with all of you to see how progress goes. If that's the journey you continue to want to take in your future, if you really do enjoy it and it does turn out the way you hope it does. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so yeah, it's go ahead. I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to start wrapping up. So I just wanted to, if you guys have anything else you want to say about Leviathan, your maps or the future, where people can find you, uh, feel free to do all those shout outs right now. Uh, just, just Jaybird. Cause everybody will just find me on Jaybird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think my YouTube kind of blew up and my Twitter blew up over the last little bit. He had that thing with Lex where like he kept forgetting the other two people. And it was just like, Oh, oh the other guys, whatever. Those fucking like, like in the video, it starts off, he's like naming all three of us, yeah. and then it's just like Jaybird and Hex and the rest of the team. Jay Jaybird and T- Jaybird. Now it's just it's like guys, it's like, those guys there was three of us. I yeah, I'm the one posting the picture, the we were, videos and we stuff. We found but, the know, Jason Blundell of the Leviathan yeah, team. We were we were gonna we were hoping he was gonna do that. Like he was just forget Jaybird saying be like, Yeah, those guys. Yeah, who were they again? <laughs> Love it. I forget this is a random this is a random reference, but what there there's there's like a scene in a movie, I forget mm-hmm. what movie, it's like a comedy or something. Somebody goes up and like is like accepting something and it's like I wanna just take a moment to say thank you to <laughs> absolutely no one. I forget what movie this is. That's like you, Jay, we're going to thank you to everybody who helped me make this map. Psych, it was all me. We're, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna put everything on Chroma be like, yeah, Chroma did it. <laughs> if anybody knows if anybody knows what movie I'm referencing, remind me because I can't remember. I remember an, uh, like one of an actor had like a Native American woman go up and accept his Academy Award, and yes. we were gonna do that for Chroma. We're going to have Chroma just accept the. Award. That's hilarious, and that was for The yeah. Godfather when he won his Academy Award, and he was taught it was for uh, uh, activism, political activism towards yeah. Native American rights. Yeah, so we were going to do that to Chroma. Like, yeah, Chroma, he did it all. That's beautiful, and 
Actually, the modding awards. I just scrolled up and there's a shit ton more donations I missed. My bad. Let me do oh, those real quick. Um, Adis donates and says, me and my mate played Leviathan. When he is host, my game crashes. When I'm host, his game crashes. It is usually from round seven onwards. And at that point, it crashes almost every 15 minutes. And I or him have to join back in the map. Uh, why is this? Um, the, that's that trace yeah, issue, tra I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, trajectory. Uh, yeah, it's a networking issue. Okay. We're unsure if it's related to the map because it's something that does happen on other Call of Duties, but we do know that it is related to ping. So oh, people yeah. with higher ping will get this error and get kicked out of the map. But if other people are good with their internet, they'd stay in the match. It, so, happened, gotcha. it happened with Lex and Dalek. They were like super far away and they were lagging and it kept happening to them. Gotcha. So we're not sure if it's something map related uh, or if it's, you know, maybe it's something network related. Gotcha. We are, we are currently still looking into it though. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where it's like we've never been able to have this issue. We've we have like seventy versions of Leviathan mm -hmm. over this full year, seventy co-op tests, never experienced that. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where it's like we can't reproduce it. We don't know what the error actually comes from. So and we don't have the debugging tools. So unfortunately, right. there's not a lot we can do. Hey, I think more or less he just wanted to let you know about it, and that's good to yeah. hear yeah. that you're all aware. Yeah, no, that's terrific. Um, awesome Andy Gaming donates, and he says, Hey, Jaybird. Oh, God. Wait, wait. Moved it on me. Do you guys have any plans on adding room names in the top corner of the map? Hey, we talked about it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Touched on it. Um, it was just one of those things where it's like a little bit too much effort, or not effort, but like it would have taken too, too long to have to like make all these different sign models and whatnot. It was one of those things that we just kind of like, it was on the back burner, and it just never happened. Mm -hmm. um, one of the other options is we were thinking of maybe like Black Ops 4, they got the little text that pops up on the top left of your screen where it's just like, oh, you're in cafeteria. Mm -hmm. But we're not sure what kind of issues that would cause. Well, it wouldn't cause issues. But I mean, it would just be one of those things where you got to do it right, and that takes time. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, two more donations came in from Adis. I hope I'm seeing it's far away. My eyesight's crap, so I apologize if I'm not reading it right. Um, he asked, will Ragnarok get remastered in... Uh, no. <laughs> That's a right, question. <laughs> figured as much. Um, why didn't you port the Zombie Chronicle weapons instead of the developing... Instead of developing them... Developing themselves? Instead of developing them yourselves, I think is he's going for. The, the ones that were already remastered are in there. So, like, the Galil... There you go. Um... The bio, the the M nineteen eleven, yeah, the Famasa as we called it because mm -hmm. we had to override the name of it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like there's anything that was already done already, which was just a handful, like maybe five or six guns. Gotcha. Uh, those do exist in the map, and we didn't have to remaster those. Everything else came from Black Ops One. For Ragnarok, me and Pi were making it when Radiant first came out, mm -hmm. but that kind of like fell out. Like the map is just too big to do. Fair enough. I don't blame you. Yes, we're <laughs> it, it's, yeah. it's on Honestly, like it's time to move on, right? Instead of just spending time remastering, I think it's way more exciting to hear that you guys are looking to yeah. create your own. Yeah, game. I wouldn't want to. No, no, I wouldn't war wouldn't Ragnarok is still fun. Like, I'd go play that. Sure. 
Uh, David donates, got that one. So then Delta donates. On an unrelated note, Reed sent John his Die Rise poster. I do Yeah, send do it that. to me, bitch. I, I'm waiting. <laughs> all right. Um, Kited Killer donates. He says, Call the Dead needs a remaster for BO3 or BO5. <laughs> there were some people doing that at one point, but I think it kind of fell through. It looked yeah. pretty good. Did you I know mean, they BO4? <laughs> he ignored it. You didn't. I don't blame you. You weren't missing much. Uh, I I played some of the maps on Black Ops Three. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Michael donates and he says, "I will miss the show. Love you guys." And David donates one more. Should Jimmy return as the head of Zombies director? Absolutely not. We've talked about that no, in the past. No. Time to move on. Time for new people. I don't think play. they like him, anyways. Really. They did not sound that way to me. They did not seem to talk favorably about Jimmy. He's yeah. a strange guy. He is a little weird. Have you seen his Twitter before? Like he just posts weird stuff. <laughs> Have I seen his Twitter yeah. before? <laughs> he even posts weird shit on Twitter. Yeah, we, and we like weird quotes, right? Oh my god, the strangest like, of stuff. He'd be like, "The darkness is surrounding us all," and he'd be looking at like a puddle or something. And you're like, "Okay, Jimmy." this has been a wonderful episode of zombros thank you all for coming on to talk about your map i've absolutely adored this discussion i think we all learned a lot and had a really really good time um so thank you for being on the show thanks for having us yeah Yeah, awesome Um, the last guy that interviewed us kept swearing (laughs) burko that was fun though it was that was a little more Shame, he kept, you know, what did he keep calling us? He kept calling us assholes. Well, let's, not, let's not say that word. Oh, no, that's, not, the, way he, that's in, the way he in, says in, in, like, good spirits, though. Like, yeah, not, not like, yeah, 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 I got you. Like, he's a very he, sweary. He, yeah. He's, he's sweary. nice. That's a, hmm, that's an environment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to address the video I made earlier this week, um, I am leaving YouTube. I'll talk more about that when we don't have the devs on in a sense, uh, but I'm more or less leaving the zombies community. I'm going to be wrapping up my coverage of zombies community, but not closing the door entirely depending on what happens in the fall. But I'm definitely taking a long needed break from call of duty zombies, if not a permanent one. And I'll, I'll get into more details again. I don't want to do it on this podcast. We have guests on, uh, but I also don't want to ignore it because the video did come out this week. Again, I sincerely appreciate all the kind comments people have put out there, all the goodwill people have put out towards me. It has been really humbling to see that pe- I mean, people care at some point, especially even care about my library of videos, which is still something is up in the air for me. Um, but with all that said, I really appreciate it. And the ad was the ad, a handful of people, and that's always how YouTube is that bugs me. People were mad. I had a nine-minute, 30-minute ad i was doing an entire review about the dumbass phone behind me i owed it to him and i didn't want to be a scumbag and renege on it so i was like okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna do it and then i don't know when i'm gonna make another zombies video so this is i better say this now instead of surprising people so they got their transparency update so there you go i will talk about more about that later uh, the last episode of zombros is slotted for episode 200. We believe it's going to be June 21st and MC Sports Hawk. Sports oh. Hawk will be on uh, the original co-host of mine to celebrate 200 episodes of Zombros and the conclusion. Nice. That is insane. So there we go. Thank you all for watching. Be safe. And until we see you on the next episode of Zombros, have a wonderful day. Bye now.
Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.